Surprise, it's twins. Your hosts, Kim and Kelly, will discuss topics about nothing, but it's everything you can relate to. These episodes will be filled with laughter and maybe some tears. No topic's going to be off the table because there will be no filters. And warning, they will contain profanity. As a listener, you are part of our Dudley Nation family. So be sure to give us a rating on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe, like, and share so your friends will know what all the buzz is about. Enjoy this episode. Oh my God, welcome back to our episode of Surprises <laughs> Twins. We know you've missed us. And it's season three. And surprise, I saw cancer. <laughs> surprise, you're still alive. I'm, surprise, I'm still alive, fuckers. You can't get rid of me. Not that easily. Uh, in the background is Kimberly's <laughs> daughter, who has taken to swearing. And I'm okay with the swearing. I'm just not good with the fuck word. When she uses the F word, it sends me into a fury. It's not appropriate. And it's she keeps fucking fury. It's a fucking fury. And I can't even handle it. I'm like, I need you to stop using the F word. It's disrespectful. Uh-oh. You can use shit or any of the other ones. They I don't just said a Google broadcast back. So when you go to Kimberly's house, <laughs> they got this Google thing. But for some reason, it doesn't listen to me when I try and send a broadcast. So, like, I have to say And there's this a Google stuff. in every room in case I fall. Yeah, which is very, it's like the first alert for yeah, old people. and I don't have to wear that shit around my neck. Yeah. So when you're in her house, they are There's always, Googles everywhere. They're, they're talking to you. They're even in the fucking bathrooms. bathrooms. I just feel like that's what the draw Bathrooms are line. very dangerous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our listeners don't know they about don't know. that. They don't know. So bathrooms are very dangerous. So it's in, good that in you case you ever, In case you ever feel like you're going to faint. Don't go to the bathroom. Yeah, so this is, so this is what happened. We're all over the place. Hold up. So we're not talking about the Googles anymore. Oh, the Googles. Because we have so much to catch up on. I know, I know. The last time we recorded was in June. And we apologize and for we that last episode. We apologize for that last episode. But it seemed like a good idea at the time. It did. But now we're starting season three. And it's going to... We wanted to do it right before Thanksgiving because we knew people were going to be traveling and wanted yeah, to hear stuff. Yeah, because we've heard you listeners. We've heard and people keep saying. <laughs> we've heard you and like, here when are you we are. Record? When are you going to record again? And so I'm finally, like, it's really hard because she's always fucking tired at and night. I'm sick. And sometimes I'll come over here to record with her and, and then I drink. Tired. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then we'll both start drinking. And then it's not funny And then it's anymore. not pretty. And then we'll think it's funny, but no one, no one else, else thinks does. it's funny. And then I'm like, shit, well, now we can't record anything. Yeah, I've got to hit my face on the mic. And then we'll come over and we'll like have dinner and stuff. And, and then we'll we're too like, full. Like today, too full. I was freaking out because I put this pair of pants on and they were they were tight. And I was like, oh my God, I wear these pants all the time. They fit yesterday, won't they fit today? Well, I realized I got the wrong pants. Well, I was already running late for getting Josh to the doctor. And I started wearing my teeny tiny pants. And then I get over to Kimberly's house and I'm, I got like gas pain in my stomach because I'm wearing the teeny tiny pants all day. Well, and I made a good yummy dinner. Yeah, and then, so, like, when I wear tiny pants, and my <laughs> underwear was already tight, and that's not going to be a good day for me. When I wear underwear that's too small, I should just go back in and change, but instead I just let it bother me all day, and it literally will ruin my day. And all day, because I have... I Kim don't wear I, teeny tiny underwear. Well, Kim and I suffer from a disease. There should be an awareness we should have a ribbon called no ass at all. Yeah. It's literally our back yeah, and then our legs and there's legs. no butt. Yeah. We look like frogs. Frog. So when I have underwear that fits me, that doesn't slide off of my butt while I'm walking, chronic condition. Mm-hmm. 
that means that the that the underwear is going to be tight and it's uncomfortable so it doesn't make for a good day so i was already wearing too small of underwear because i didn't feel like messing with it all day and then i put on the teeny tiny pants and the teeny tiny pants <laughs> the teeny tiny pants don't take that i'm not I'm, the teeny tiny pants and then i get a kimberly's house and i got gas and oh my god and Why are you then, telling our listeners about your cause, gas? Because I was wearing the teeny tiny pants. Oh, yeah. And her new thing, because, you know, I've been traveling all over the planet lately. So her, whenever she travels with me, she wants me to rub her belly. And I said, I'm not rubbing your belly. And she's Because like, I, get I get the traveling gas. No, you get the... My you belly get, gets bloated. Get, and then whenever you eat. And, and then said, not whenever, Kim. Not whenever I eat. Not every fucking time that I eat do okay, I get bloated. But you say it to me all the time. When we travel and we eat, I have... To get the, I have a bloated belly because I'm nervous. Okay. But you say to me, rub my belly every time. And I yeah, say and no. you're in the hospital. You're, I mean, the hospital. You're in the hotel bed with me. I'm not All you got to do belly. is reach over and just rub on it. I'm not doing it. And then you said, well, Steve rubs my belly. And That's I was my like, husband. He rubbed my belly. And I said, That's a fucking lie. So then we're sitting there watching Yellowstone. If you haven't seen it, you're dead to you me. You ain't missing nothing. Yeah, no, I love that. So Steve it's comes so over. Stupid. We watch it. Oh my God, I love Yellowstone. I know. You and Steve both love it. And I think it's so it's dumb. It's so good. And so. We're watching it, and Kelly again, because she ate, even though you say it's when we travel, which is not true. Maybe it's just right with there, you. You give me gas. And you say... <laughs> you make me bloated. <laughs> so you said, Steve, rub my belly. And he said, no. And I said, Steve, have you ever rubbed her belly? He's like, yeah, I probably rub it like two or three times a week. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> That's true. I was like, you're ruining her. He... He likes to rub my belly because he thinks so, it's bloated. Okay, but you said you get it like when right you now, travel. It's a little bloated. Okay, but you said you get it when you travel. So why well, is he you rubbing it two to my three times a week? My fucking twin sister has cancer and she's dying and I get bloated. It causes me stress. <laughs> and if Kim rubbing my belly, don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. Kim, if your husband would rub your belly. No, he wouldn't. I wouldn't even let him do that. I. No. Nope. Really? No, I wouldn't. I, it, it's not, have you ever had anybody rub your belly? It's no. very therapeutic. No, it's not. That's weird. It's not. It helps <laughs> move no. the churning around. Does he push it hard or just like slightly rub it like you would a child? Like that. That's. I mean, there's a little pressure on there. Not just That's enough to make things circulate. Anyway. Anyways, so. Okay, well, let's on. talk about why. What do you want to talk about? I was going to talk about my toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to go to. Okay. I was like, why toilets? Bathrooms are dangerous. Okay, yeah. So, Jesus took hold the up, wheel. Hold up, Are we going to start with the whole thing? <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to get it. Okay, <laughs> okay, fuck it. I'll just say it. So, in July. Oh, my God. Me, don't even. Oh, my God. Me and Carrie. Oh, God. Don't even. You're gonna We're be, going to Georgia. Okay, we time you travel. Gotta, you got to start with that, I guess. Because <laughs> that's how you felt. Okay, okay so. we time travel. Okay, hold up. So, we're going to rewrite this I story. just wish Carrie was here. So, we could really paint the picture and the listeners could understand that we really did travel in time. And I do sound crazy when I'm telling you. No, I, I really think you did travel in time. Do you? really yeah because i was watching it on the gps and where y'all were okay okay so let's just start at the top okay start at the so top. we're driving down to georgia where we do every year and kimberly wasn't go. with us she got a cancer, cancer. <laughs> so we're me and carrie are driving and mr dudley was acting so weird and he's an excellent traveler mr so, dudley's a dog in case our listeners forgot who the fuck that was i don't know they could ever forget how that <laughs> precious being is so he's in the back seat of the car and he's going back and forth back and forth and he's like being really weird and i'm like what's he doing so then I stop at the gas station and I get myself because I like the Sheets coffee with the sugar-free caramel in it and the marshmallow iced. It's You're delicious. Digressing. So I stop there. This isn't a Sheets plug. Okay. <laughs> so I stopped. They they stopped doing the marshmallow. But mm -hmm. anyway, so 
And while I'm in there, I'm like, I'm going to get some Benadryl for Mr. Dudley because he's being weird. And we have like a six and a half hour drive and I'm not dealing with that shit the whole time. He wouldn't even get in his bed or nothing. Wouldn't cuddle nothing. It was weird. Every time Carrie tried to grab him, he'd like work away. Like you're digressing a lot. Let's just keep going. We're driving and then it starts raining. Like, like sideways rain like it is coming down i can't see anything in front of my face and we're just driving mr Dilly's being where oh that's what i was gonna say about the benadryl so i got him benadryl well i didn't read the directions and i gave him two pills mm. i thought dog. yeah and the second one he threw it up so then i gave him another one but i don't know if he actually ate the second one so i clearly overdosed him we get in the car we're driving and it's raining and he's still pacing back and forth and will not sit down something was wrong and it wasn't because of the rain and then we were driving and the car traction lights and a bunch of the lights on the dashboard just lit up and i landed back in time (laughs) and this is when it happened the lights on the dashboard like lit up and like the car did something and like swerving me around like i was hydroplane no like I was hydroplaning, but I did not. But I landed. literally felt like we landed. You landed from the mother. And even Carrie was like, oh my God, what did you hit? And I'm like, I didn't hit anything. I don't know what that was. That was really weird. So we kept driving. And it almost felt like we hit a speed bump in the middle of the fucking highway going 90 miles an hour. That's what it felt like. <laughs> I mean, it hurt my jaw. I'm not even joking. It hurt your jaw because you're clinching from the rain and stuff. You're just stressed about it. It. So it caused your jaw to hurt. So I thought you were on board. I am time on travel. board with you, but that's jaw. Okay, jaw so hurt. I'm driving, and then Kimberly always be tracking my location because she a stalker. <laughs> well, especially when I can't go on a trip, I get upset. I yeah. Get so we're driving, and Patrick, which is Carrie's brother, who we're going to see, is texting us, and he's like, "How much longer?" And I'm like, "We should be there in about 15 minutes." And he's like, "What the hell?" And Carrie, Kimberly had texted us like an hour before that and said, "Hey." y'all are still forever away i'm going to bed i'll call you in the morning and i'm like we're not forever away we're literally an hour and 15 minutes from georgia what the hell is she talking about so then patrick calls us on facetime on carrie's phone and patrick's like how are y'all 15 minutes away the tracker says that you're still an hour and 15 minutes away and we're like no we're not i look at the dashboard and it says 12 15 and carrie is looking at her phone and it says <laughs> 11 something. And I'm like, like, it says like, let's just say, because math's going to get sticky here. It's like 1145 is what it says on her phone. But the dash says 1215. But I didn't think anything of it because sometimes Kimberly's dashboard's off. What the fuck? No, it's not. Yeah, I it's didn't. It's an Apple car. It's an Apple play. No, no, no. This is the one that was on the actual. This is your old Mercedes yeah. where the car was actually on, you know, like the speedometer. Uh, yeah. You don't touch that thing. No, it automatically adjusts. It does, but not when you time travel. Right, right. Through so it she, like, Carrie, I don't know why, freaked the hell out and cut the phone off. Mm. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, my God, the phone's not working right. And it's got the wrong time, and it says 12.15, and they're all saying we're an hour behind, and da-da-da. And I'm like, well, you just took all the evidence that we had, and you just fucking erased it because you just <laughs> cut the phone off. So she goes to cut the phone back on. I had to unplug my phone because on the Jeep, I have it plugged into the car, and on the display it says the time from my phone. That's the one that she un- that she cut off. Anywho, we Anywho. traveled in time. 
I, I that'll be another story for another day to try yeah, and convince yeah, yeah. you of more evidence. But my right. phone's never worked right since. I got a lot of things stacked up against me on that thing. So, anyways, so fast forward. I don't know when. <laughs> when did you find out you had it in your spinal fluid? Uh, September. Okay, so fast Labor forward day. to September. I had gone to dinner with Steve, and I had one drink. Literally one drink, and it wasn't something sweet, nothing. It was one drink. We go to pick up the kids from football practice, and we stop at McDonald's because the kids are hungry, and we're coming home. You stopped at my house first. We stopped at your house first. I had to, like, do something, and then we're on the way home. And I looked at Stephen. I said, I don't. you were not drunk. I could tell. I know. I wasn't. And I looked at Stephen. I said, I don't feel right. I'm going to the bathroom. So I threw my bags down on the ground and I went into the bathroom downstairs on the main floor and I'm sitting there on the toilet and I'm like, God, I feel like I'm going to pass out. And next thing I know, I'm making this loud sound out of my mouth, screaming at the top of my lungs and all I can see is Steve's shoes in my face. And I'm like, why are Steve's shoes in my face? You have to sit up because I got to lay down. And I was like, why are Steve's shoes in my face? And I'm like, why... Is it, why is there hard surface on my bed? I was so confused. And why am I making this really weird screaming sound? And Steve keeps going, what are you doing? Why are you down there? What's going on? I'm like, what are you doing? And why do you have your shoes in my face? He's like, you fell to I think you might have passed out. I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> so then I have fallen in between. And this, this is also some controversy because people don't understand how I did it. Because you didn't have any arms. So I fell off of the toilet and I pinned myself in between the toilet and the wall and when I pinned myself because I passed out my arms were in the relaxed position as if I was taking a poo so my leg I mean who the fuck sits on toilet with their arms crossed nobody they just sit next to you right never even thought about it never even thought about it using my phone's in my hand okay well mine wasn't because I felt I was feeling kind of funny so I had my hand like when you don't have when you think about it when you don't have your phone in your hand where you put your hands when you're taking a poop you know, just kind of by your side. Put I don't them know. Little, I don't do rest that. Them on your, rest them rest on your legs. Hands. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I did. So then I just fell forward, slumped to the ground. I hit my face on the sump. Oh, on I don't know what I hit the my face on. The toilet paper holder, I thought. Nope, toilet paper holder was on the other side. Yeah, I don't see, know why. Don't Jesus understand. took the wheel. I don't understand. So there was blood happened. everywhere, but I can't get up. And Steve, oh, and my butt's in the air. My pants my skirt, actually, my skirt was a Lily Pulitzer. I was pretty pissed because there's blood all over it. Oh, no. And my underwear around my ankles. And I cannot get out of the spot. And there's no good way, way for Steve to grab me and pull me up because there, it, I'm in, like, this weird hole. And I cannot get out of it because I don't have any arms. arms. Right. Because they were pinned between the toilet and the wall. Which doesn't make any sense. God. I still I just, don't understand it. I, I, and I can't recreate it because it's, it's a little PTSD for me. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> and there was blood everywhere. So I have to peel my body off the ground by using my face as an anchor that's now that's bleeding ever. It looks like a goddamn murder scene. It's, there's blood pooling around me. And I don't know where it's coming from yet because I'm still stuck in between the wall. <laughs> Are you yelling the at the toilet at point? No, because I'm so fucking scared. And uh, I'm, I don't know where the blood's coming from, but it's uh, definitely coming from my body. Yeah. And I didn't. And I'm like, oh, my God, my face is so fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah. So... <clears throat> All I kept thinking is, I've really fucked up the moneymaker. And I'm like, because there's so much blood. Yeah. So I peel my face up the wall to, to free my arms. And then I get up. And I'm still, like, really lightheaded. And she's like, you're going to pass out again. I'm like, I still have to poop. Oh, no. I get back on the toilet. And I finished making a, making a 
making my choices, doing my business, doing my business, <laughs> finish up some paperwork. And then Steve comes in and I'm like, I'm good. I just need you to get me a change of clothes. Cause you always got to wear clean underwear when you go to the hospital. Yeah. So, and I work, I'm in leadership at that hospital system. So I don't want to become rolling up in there and seeing a bunch of people I know and have dirty underwear on. <laughs> so Steve's like, so what do you want? I'm like, I need underwear. So I was like, Joshua. Or, no, I was like, no, my oldest go get underwear for me. And Joshua, you get me a pair of shorts and you get me a t-shirt. Noah comes down with the most scandalously, <laughs> scandalous <laughs> underwear I've ever seen in my life. And Sue's like, oh, where'd you get those? I'm like, Stephen, right now is not the time. Because <laughs> my face is still hemorrhaging, but I'm so disoriented. I still don't know from where. But Steve's just like, you have to go to the hospital. Would you have like a towel on your head at this point? Yeah, but I can't see anything because he told me not to look in the mirror. Uh, yeah. So I am like so disoriented. We get me dressed. We get me into the room, into the bed, into the truck, and we're driving to the hospital. And we're going to the to the St. Mary's Hospital where our little sister works, but she's in the PG. And I kept yelling at Steve, "Take me to the Peds!" So he calls Courtney on speakerphone because he keeps saying you can't go to Peds, right? Because you're, you're not fucking a adult, yeah. patient. And Courtney's like, "She can't go to Peds, but I will meet you over there at the adult side." So we go over there. Well. I'm there for like ever. They put me out in the lobby with my face wide ass fucking open. And they don't do, they finally that evening, like six hours later, I had five stitches and two staples in my fucking head. All because I fell and hit my head. So they were trying to keep, they were trying to figure out what happened. Like, why did I pass out? This is where the story really turns. So this is again where controversy happens. This is controversy. Okay, so this is the third controversy. How did I fall? (laughs) I time traveled. Second controversy, why couldn't you get up from the floor? Because I didn't have any arms. arms. Okay, I don't know why you have to fight with me about everything. Then we get to the third controversy. (laughs) Was I put on a psychiatric hold or was I trying to diagnose me with something that was wrong? No, psychiatric hold. So the reason why Kimberly thinks they put me on a psychiatric hold. And not just me. Our brother-in-law, who's a police officer, thinks you're on a psychiatric hold. Courtney thinks you're on a psychiatric hold, which works at that fucking hospital. Carrie thinks you're on a psychiatric ward that... Hold. Hold. And I think it. Yes. So fucking The doctor comes in and he says, have you... Traveled. (laughs) Traveled. No, no. He said... What happened? Why did you pass out? I said, I don't know. I was just sitting there. I got really, really dizzy and I just passed out. And he's like, well, something had to have made you pass out. He's like, there's a lot of things that could happen. Like the crystals in your brain could be moved. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about there. I thought that was some jumbo jimbo shit. I didn't know what that was. You could have, um, oh, and my blood sugar was really low. And my blood pressure kept changing as I would sit, lay, and stand. And then he was like, and then you could have this thing. You could have vertigo. And he's like, but you would get vertigo if you've been traveling recently. And I was like, <laughs> it's, like it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. I get it. I was but this vulnerable. is real shit. This is where the story, the story really turns in my favor of what, of what I think. <laughs> I was vulnerable. I was really, really tired. Yes. It, it was like COVID hospital yeah. room. There was people everywhere. And like, it just, oh, and Steve had left to go get me Taco Bell because I was so fucking hungry and they said I could eat. Uh, so I'm there by myself. Yeah, I get it. With the doctor. <laughs> I get it. And he says, it. have you traveled? Yes. And I said, well, <laughs> I did. I might have traveled through time in July, but we don't really know if yes. I did or not. And he said, uh, what? And I was like, 
I was just kidding. I'm just kidding. You didn't say that to him. You didn't say you were just kidding to him. I did. I said, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't really think I traveled in time. I said, I do have a lot of evidence that proves that I did. <laughs> I, said, I don't want to get into it with you right now because my girlfriend Carrie was with me and she's the one that could really sell it. With <laughs> the evidence. Yeah. But she deleted it because she restarted the phone. Yeah. So. So then what happened? So then he's like, well, any other travel? And I'm like, oh, I've flown like a couple of times, but like nothing like no, major. Nothing compared to the time travel. <laughs> So then they took me to this other room. <laughs> so like two hours later, it's like you know, like five or six in the morning. They come in the little room that I'm in. They're like, oh, we have you in another room. I'm like, okay. So I was all excited. Because I am leadership and I deserve a nice room. Well, I, you know, I yeah, just felt I get like it. they should, even if I wasn't leadership, they shouldn't have me stuck in a fucking recliner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, I've been there for almost 24 hours, I felt yeah, like. I get, yeah. No, not even. I'd been barely 12. Yeah. So. I get back to this room, and it's, like, way in the back of the ER. Like, it took me forever to get back there. Yeah. And they're pushing me back there in a wheelchair. So I get back there. Courtney is on shift that evening, so she gets off at, like, 6 a.m., and she comes back to the room. She walks in the room. She goes, oh, you're in a psych room. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, oh, that right there, if you look above you, that's a garage door. And I'm like, why is there a garage door in here? And he's, she's like, oh, because when the psych patients go crazy... They can't get to all their vital stuff because it's behind the garage door. I'm like, well, that's weird. Why would they put me in a garage door? She's like, that's weird that you're in a psych room. I'm like, that is weird that I'm in a psych room. I don't know why I'd be in a psych room. <laughs> and so then the nurse comes. She's Because they're all switching duties because Courtney just got off. So then yeah. my new nurse comes in. She pushes the button. And it's the fucking garage door. Yeah. To me. To, right. For the psych patients. Yes. And she's like, oh, I, I don't ever work back here. I didn't mean to push that button. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a psych room. That's really weird. So then I'm down there for like an entire day. The next day, it like literally they wake me up at like 5 a.m. the next day. And they're like, we got you a really nice room upstairs. We're going to change. I'm like, why am I still here? Why? What are y'all doing? They're like, well, yeah, we're running a bunch of tests. We're running a bunch said. of tests. I'm like, but you haven't run any tests. I don't understand. I just keep sleeping. It's dark. And they keep giving you food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were like, do you need anything for the pain? I'm like, fuck yeah. They were giving me, what, all kinds of pain meds. Yeah. And then Courtney came in and said, stop giving your pain meds. Oh, my God. Because they were like, do you want... They gave me morphine? Yeah. They gave me... What's the one that starts with a P? I don't know. It wasn't Prozac. It's the one that... The pain pill that starts with a P. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I don't remember. Prednisone? No. Nope. It was a... They gave me morphine. They gave me something else. Yeah. Intervolt. Yeah. Courtney came in there and I'm like, man, I'm not feeling. I'm, I'm like drooling on myself. I'm like, I'm in the damn psych room. And they're giving me all kinds of medicine. Courtney's like, you don't need it. And I'm like, but why do they offer it to me if I don't need it? I said, I got five, fucking three, five stitches and two staples. I'm obviously not doing okay. I'm not doing okay. And so then they put me in this really, really nice room. And I'm up there for like a nut. So I'm like in there for another like day and a half up there. <laughs> and then finally the nurse comes in. She does these tests with me. I have to like look in the corner and like turn my head. And I almost pass out. She's like, oh, you got vertigo. Okay, well, this is what you have to do. And she shows me like a PT exercise to like get rid of it. And then she's like, and you need to go see this PT specialist. And they'll do more exercises with you. So you're good. You can go. And I'm like, that's weird. And Courtney looks and she goes, that's where you've been here for almost exactly 72 hours. <laughs> And I'm like, that and they, weird. And they had not run any tests on you. Yeah, like, they just kept sleeping me in feet. I just kept eating. And they, like, I was sleeping. 
and I was eating. That's all I was doing. <laughs> you thought it was a little vacation. Oh, it was so nice. They're like, man, we're going to have to keep you again. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was chilling, man. It was dark. Yeah. It was cozy. See, all the evidence points, psych called. Yeah, and so then the doctor comes in, and he's like, yeah, we're going to go and release you. We figured out it's vertigo, um, so you're good to go. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just sit here and wait for my wheelchair, because that's how they discharge you from a hospital. Nope. They're like, no, you can go. I'm like, where's my wheelchair? They're like, oh, no, you can just walk out. I'm like, I can just walk out. Courtney's like, that's good. We'll just go. We'll just walk out. And I'm like, well, who's going to carry all my shit? Courtney's like, I got it. So I pack her like a pack mule. We literally walk out of my hospital room, down the hall, like like a bunch of savages. Like you're not checking out a five-star resort. Yeah. Hit the button, and we go. We we walk out. And I'm like, Courtney, I don't even have a car. She's like, well, I have my car. She sets me on this bench. She's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get the car. And I'm like, okay. How am I going to know when you're here? And she's like, you'll, you'll see, see the car. Up. And I was like, well, you're facing me the wrong direction. She's like, then just turn around. <laughs> so then I turn around the bench, then I can see the parking lot. Oh, that makes sense. She sent me down backwards. Mm. So, yeah, so all evidence points you were on a cycle I, because I you told me you time traveled. That's it. I just was in a weak moment. I just said, I mean, I haven't been <laughs> on a plane recently, but I had time traveled. <laughs> I mean, you have to admit that Mr. Dudley being weird in the back seat and really? then, like, the landing That's and stuff. It? Anyways, so I got this contusion on my forehead. <laughs> so then, now we're, we've been traveling because I have an awesome bucket list and we're traveling, right? So all these pictures are Kelly with the giant bandana. Yeah, because the band-aid. week after that is we when went we left Denver. for Denver and Kim threw this trip together. And <coughs> so we go to Denver and every, and the doctor told me to put a bandaid on it so I wouldn't scar. Mm-hmm. That was when I had the stitches in. And so... I don't want to walk around with staples and stitches sticking out. I'd look crazy. So I put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. Well, we took a bunch of pictures. <laughs> and then the local news channel here in Richmond did a story on Kimberly. And they needed a bunch of pictures of us doing Kimberly's travels. And uh, mainly just Kimberly. I don't know why I said this. They needed a bunch of pictures of Kimberly. But for some reason, her jackass husband. No, he didn't send that. They went on my Facebook page and got them. Okay, well then whoever the motherfucker was that went on your Facebook page only took the pictures of me and you with me with a band-aid. It was like, the whole story was Kimberly's living her best bucket life and this is her identical twin sister. Nobody said anything about you being an identical twin sister. They just posted pictures and you happen to have the band-aid in every single one of them. Every single fucking photo they pick. And then everything that we kept putting on Facebook about our Colorado trip, no one's mentioning mentioning anything about the band-aid. So finally, I was like... Yeah, so... Because all of our friends are very nice and they know that it's delicate with me lately. (laughs) So they handle me very nicely. But even on Facebook, everyone's very friendly. So Kimberly's posting all these pictures. I'm like, we're having a great time. Kimberly's buying all kinds of drugs. Da-da-da. And That's the main reason I wanted to go to Denver anyway. Yeah, but no one's saying anything about the mandate. So finally I was like, fuck so it. Two days later, Kimberly's like, by the way, don't know why no one has said anything about the band-aids. Dude, the fucking page lit up with comments <laughs> saying, I was wondering what was wrong with the band-aid. Why she had a band-aid? I'm like, I fell off the toilet. Off the toilet. <laughs> I hit my fucking face. <laughs> I think on a wall. We don't even know what the fuck I hit my face on. And no one said anything. So then when they they play this story on the news. Because <laughs> Drew was so paranoid. He looked through the photos he had sent the newscaster. Oh, because I was going to kill yes, him. Yes, I know. He So he looked. He was like, 
because we're watching the news and, and he the sees all those time, pictures. I know we're watching time. it, and he's like, "I didn't send her any pictures of the ones with the band aids." He so he went while the news thing was going and, and looking looked. through the attachment that's right. that's to a, make that's the sure he should be. the pictures. He's like, "They got those off Facebook. I didn't send them. I didn't send them any of those pictures." Well, that's not okay. <laughs> it was like the the entire sh- the entire story i felt like when i was watching it was kelly was kimberly and her Beckett life story and i have cancer and i have a retarded sister with a band-aid on her. oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i shouldn't say retarded i'm sorry special needs okay <laughs> am i allowed to say that i don't, I don't know i'll probably don't get an email call me that. sorry um i don't really i like retarded okay. i don't know i don't know how to fix it so Kimberly's, so Kimberly's got. I have brain mats. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so you've got the story, and it's Kimberly and her best bucket life. And the entire time I'm watching it, going, motherfucker, <laughs> she's got this goofy ass sister. Goofy, goofy. That's a good word. With the bag. Ding dong, ding dong. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, really, Kim? Really? The whole time I'm trying not to cry because the story was just so pretty, and then I'm like, whoa! Why is my bandit on there? Why is it on there? Why is it on there again? I feel like it was like slapping me in the face every time it popped up. Yeah. Damn. This is brutal. Yeah, so now with everything that I got going on, I have a bucket list. <coughs> so we're traveling all over the place and people donated a bunch of money to help me. They donated a bunch of money. It was nice. And then the GoFundMe page is still up there if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, we will send a link. We will not send the link. No, we'll put it on our Facebook page again. We're not get- oh. Yeah. I don't think I did. Before. No, I know, but we'll do it again with the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's just, you just type in GoFundMe, it's like Kim's bucket list or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just find it. And then we went to, I want a trip to Cancer Camp. Remember that? But it's not called Cancer Camp, it's called Leslie's Week. Oh, that's right, because we haven't done it since June. I know. So, I, Kimberly sent me this thing, and she was like, you should nominate me for this thing called Leslie's Week. And I'm like, sure. So, I wrote up this little story about how my sister... Because you have to have stage four cancer in order to yeah. get nominated. And I was like, oh, my sister has cancer, blah, blah, blah. Send. So, we don't hear anything else about it. Then she gets an email, and they're like, hey, you were nominated for this thing. You have to bring your family. And Kim's like, I don't want to bring my family because they expected her to bring Drew and... Emma. Emma to cancer camp. Well, it's, but it's not called cancer camp. So, it was like... <laughs> it, 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 the, Leslie's week, is, it was great. It was like a organization that women who have stage four cancer their families get to go on these trips to get an escape from it's cancer. one week a year and it's one week and we, they sent us to gatlinburg and they these women fly from all over the country with their kids and the hotel is paid for yeah we stay at the resort dollywood resort in, in gatlinburg the kids with the families with little kids can like go to dollywood for the day in gatlinburg tennessee there's like more shit to do than you can imagine yeah it's like myrtle beach without the ocean yes I said that 800 times while we were there. Yeah. So there's all this stuff to do. So they thought that she would be bringing Drew and Kimberly, but Drew and Kimberly weren't. Drew and Drew Emma. and Emma weren't in the place to be able to go, like, mentally. Because so, they weren't ready, prepared yeah. for that. And so Kim's like, well, why don't we make it a girl's trip? And I'm like, great. So it was going to be me and Mom, obviously Kim, because she's got the cancer, and then Carrie. And Courtney. <coughs> and Courtney. And I emailed them and said, hey, my parent, my my immediate family with Emma and Drew aren't in the position to come, but I really want to go. Yeah. I want to bring my sisters and mom instead. And they said, that's fine. So we pack up our shit and like the day before Carrie gets sick with mono. 
Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Damn, I didn't know that. So she gets sick of mono, then she can't be around a bunch of stage four cancer patients. So yeah, because she'd she be like come. spread zero. So we get, we drive all the way there. And it's a hell of a drive from it's eight hours, Richmond, eight hours in mm-hmm. a car with you. Yeah, it was awful. What? So it was awful. It was a, it was the longest I drive ever. It was fun. Okay, well, nice little road trip. And oh, they made me sit in the back seat. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney's car, <laughs> the Subaru. The Subaru. She has a fancy Subaru, Brand and in the back, one. it has sensors if like your kids aren't wearing your seatbelts. Um, so they make Kimberly and Courtney made me sit in the back. So with I, with mom, so I refused to wear my seatbelt because I was pissed that I had to sit back there. And you're in a Subaru, so it's safe. And I'm in a Subaru, I'm safe, so why do I need a seatbelt? And so they would get out of hand up there and they'd be having too much fun. I'm in the back seat. I would just Or you didn't like our music. Or they'd pick crappy ass music because Courtney likes to listen to that nasty rapper stuff that talks about doing it and stuff. I don't want to listen to that car and the full OCs. of my sister. Yeah, and the, yeah it's nasty. Nice with mom. <laughs> yeah, and she's all like up there dancing. I'm like, I know. Your, your music is so Wop. gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when they would get out of hand, I would just unbuckle my seatbelt. And move around. And move around. And then that sensor would go off and it interrupts their song. And yeah, it makes, the, it makes the radio go down. It makes the radio so go down, the thing beats. And whenever you, you thought our volume was too loud, you do, do it. it. Oh, yeah. So I lost power back fun. there. So real that's fun. what we dealt with for eight hours. So we finally get there, and I'm nervous as hell because, you know, we're we going. We didn't know what to expect. Yeah, we're going to this place with a bunch of cancer patients. So we walk in, <laughs> and there's this lady who was quite large and in charge, and she was on a wheelchair, and she had no hair, no hair. and she looked like a poster child for cancer she patients. She did. And when I get nervous about anything with this cancer stuff, I get really fucking angry. Well, and we were, we all were, like, taken back by it. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not dealing with this shit all week. Yeah. And right when we walk in the door, they're right. she's right there. And I'm like, yeah. uh-uh, this ain't going to work. This yeah. ain't going to work. And so I go and I sit with Courtney on the other side. I look at Courtney. I'm like, I'm not staying here. I'm not staying here. I cannot stay here. I didn't know how big the... When you walked into the resort, you don't know how big it is. Yeah. It looks small from yeah, the thing. Yeah, from the outside. And it's on like a hill, so you can't see how big this place is. I'm like, this place is probably fucking riddled with cancer patients, and the whole place knows everybody in here's got cancer. And I'm not staying here. And Courtney's like, well, what the hell are you gonna do? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, and I'm not staying here. And so <clears throat> then Kimberly and mom get checked in, and while she's staying there, a couple other women come up in them typical scarves with the cancer scarves. Yeah, but then the other women, you wouldn't even know they had them because they well, were good it was like legs. It was like in... It was the check-in time. At the check-in, there's the lady in the wheelchair with the no hair. Then there's two people waiting in line with y'all to check in Mm -hmm. with the cancer wraps on their head. And I was the whole time I'm over there losing my fucking shit. I'm sure. So then y'all are like, Kim's like, Kim is always excited about everything. She's like, okay, we're all checked in. I'm like, fucking great. (laughs) So we go around the corner and there's a bunch of girls there in Leslie week in t-shirts and they're having like the best time and they're all excited. I'm like, oh great. Y'all are really fucking happy. This is great. This is going really well. So then we go, they're like, you have to check in with Leslie's week. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Why don't y'all just do that? I'll go, and Kim's like, please just come with us. So we go back there and they give us these free hats because the cancer patients don't have no goddamn hair so they can't be out in the wall. In the they're very sun. cool sun hats. They're very, yeah, we all got and we had that like swag fun. bags and stuff. Yeah, they had it like, was fun. they had swag bags for all of us or just you? No, just me, but everybody got hats. Yeah, we all got hats. So I was like, And okay. they were nice ass And they were really nice hats. They were. 
I they were all mine. donated. Oh, I yeah. know. Yeah. They were like really nice sun hats. Yeah. Like I would have paid like 30 bucks for oh, TJ Maxx at TJ Maxx. Oh, yeah. So we all get our hats. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a little better. Like I, I was okay about and that. And the people in there were cool. Oh, and then we're in there picking out our hats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm finally starting to calm down because I'm shopping for free. <laughs> I mean, how could you be angry? Yeah. And Caroline's there to me. She goes, remember that guy whose wife just died? I was like, oh, God. She's like, that's him. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> I'm totally ruined your your house. I was shopping. finally happy. I know. And his wife went, died like two months before. Yeah. Yeah. And he still came because she was supposed to to be. He's they were supposed to be there. Yeah. She was oh like no, they honorary. had gotten. No, they had went a couple years ago. So he, they always came back every year. Yeah. Like and his she wife was like just married died. or something, and like somebody from there like it was paid their for honeymoon. their wedding. It was their honeymoon. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. But he, his wife had just died two months before, so then Kimberly fucking pissed all over that parade. So I was like, well, this is going great. So and he then, wanted advice on what hat he should wear and stuff. Yeah, and then I didn't feel comfortable talking to him because his wife just died. <laughs> it was awkward. So, but, like, not for him. He was fine. Yeah, he was fine. So then we get checked into the room. And we walk into the room. <laughs> <laughs> we walk into the room. And the whole time, Kevin and I keep calling this thing cancer camp, right? Yeah. Because it doesn't, if they're going to name it something stupid, I mean, it's I get not, it. It's not stupid. It's not. I mean, I get why they call it that. Yeah. Leslie's week because that's what it's. That's the, the thing, person. But that's not. That doesn't yeah. say what it is. Right. So we walk into the room, and <laughs> there's fucking bunk beds, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And Kimberly goes running over to the king bed, and she jumps in it like she ain't got the cancer. In the bunk, jumps in it, and like bounces. And mom's like, "Well, I'll sleep with Kimberly in the bed." And I was like, "Okay." I look at Courtney. I'm like, I'm not sleeping on the fucking top bunk. She's like, I'll sleep on the top bunk. Just give me some snacks. And she just <laughs> takes her little happy ass up to that top bunk. Yeah. So I have to lay out a lot of rules when we go. Yes. To, into a hotel room because Courtney will get in and well, bed all dirty. of you, all of you are just you're not respectful of my space. Mm. And so like I have rules in a hotel room, and one of my rules is that like you cannot get in my bed in a in a hotel room with your clothes on. Even at home, you can't do that either. No, with your, like, day clothes on. With your day clothes, you cannot get on inside my bed, underneath the sheets. I will go fucking insane. Mm. And <clears throat> Courtney never respects that rule. Ever. <laughs> no one does. No one does. And it pisses me <laughs> off because it's like, for one, there's, like, corona. For two, there's just natural germs. And why are you in where I sometimes will sleep naked or sometimes with a... You wouldn't sleep naked if we're all there. But in my bedroom, I would. So I'm in, a, I'm in, a, I'm in, the, I'm in the hotel room and I like to have my slippers because I don't like to walk around barefoot. <laughs> so I have my slippers and I have a very specific washcloth that I use <laughs> that I bring with me everywhere I go. Yes. And it's a Norwex one and you just need to add water because I have psoriasis. I have very special skin. Well, this special washcloth. So we get there and I, I the line all the ladies. Here. Hold on. I line all the ladies up, all three of you, to make sure you're just familiar with the rules because yes. we have to go through them every fucking time we travel together. <laughs> I know. You're all three sit on the couch and I say, listen. And I pull out my special washcloth and I said, this <laughs> is my special washcloth. You will remember from previous trips because this is not our first fucking rodeo right. that no one uses my special washcloth. <laughs> and it's not funny if you do because you will piss me the fuck off. And you're like, why would we do that? I'm like, next rule. These are my slippers. Don't move my slippers. I need to know where they are because when I get in the bed, I like to know that they're right next to my bed. And it's not going to be funny if you kick them. It's not going to be funny if you wear them. It's not going to be funny if they're not where I know that they're going to be. 
and then y'all are starting again. And you're like and on a level, like, and you're on a level ten already because oh, you're nervous I'm already about the off. cancer game. Yeah. So then I'm like, and then finally, rule number three: stay the fuck off my bed. Don't anyone get underneath the sheets. And Courtney's just sitting over there eating a brownie, and the shit's going everywhere because she eats like fucking Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a Wolverine. Yeah. And I'm like, especially you, since you're on the top bunk, you won't have any place to relax. So your place to relax is now on this couch where you've just got brownie all over because you eat like you're fucking 12. <laughs> and if I catch your stupid ass on my fucking bed, I'm going to go fucking nuts. Yeah. So if we want to have a great week, everybody just respect my rules and I'll respect y'all's because y'all don't ever have any. And that's not my problem that you don't live your life like that. <laughs> So then we go to lovely dinner and everything yeah. is fine. Yeah. Okay. So then we wake up the next morning. We got to yes. go. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> this is it. It's eight o'clock in the morning. I already wake up being a bitch. Oh, because I don't want to go. <laughs> and I'm so fucking pissed and I don't want to go. So we got to, and we got to drive there. So we get the car. This time they let me drive, not me going to back because they knew I was a little on edge. So we get there. And they're having like this big ass party in there. And they're like, all these people are lined up. And then mom, who is never or pays attention to anything, hands me a name tag that says Drew on it. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so now I'm like, oh, great. They don't even know I'm supposed to fuck be here. What the hell? And then Courtney's name tag says Emma. Emma. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does mom say? And mom goes, well, I'm getting them to make me one. I'm like, mom, you didn't see that my name tag that you fucking handed me says Drew? <laughs> And I'm like, excuse me, I don't mean to be a bitch, but I'm going to be one because I'm in pissed off mode. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how I go. I don't know what to tell anyone. When my anxiety gets high, I just get mad. And everyone's waiting in line for breakfast. So we're and just And I don't want to wait in line for breakfast. So we're just checking in. And I'm like, excuse me, uh, my name's Kelly, not Drew. Like, I'm not like Drew Barrymore. This yeah. And I weird. told them, and I said, I told them that they weren't coming. I've already gotten approval that my sister. Yeah. So coming. I was like thinking that this was going to be awkward for Kimberly. Yeah, and I was no. going to have to show my ass because <laughs> I don't like things to be awkward for her. And we were already, I was already at a 10 because yeah. I'm at cancer camp. So everybody's waiting. There's these little kids all running around. I'm like, oh my God, your mom's dying. Oh my God, this is awful. And I'm like freaking out. <laughs> well, mom goes to like stand in line for food she can't eat because she's got, she's allergic to everything. So I don't know why the fuck she was even staying in line. And then she realized, and we're like, mom, that's not the line. That's the end of the line. The other side of the line's all the way the fuck over there. <laughs> and mom's like, well, that line's just way too long. I'm not waiting in that line long. And I'm like, mom, it just, God damn it. So we go over there. Well, I'm sitting in the no, line. No, we assigned her to go get a table. Yes, because I am at a 10. And, and you kept kill, ripping. I will kill her. kill everyone. So, and usually mom is my first prey. Yes, yes. yes. Because she's just so goddamn dumb sometimes. And when you <laughs> want to just doesn't. She just, she just pay walks around. She doesn't pay attention. She has no spatial and awareness. She's, and she's just absorbing the mood. She's absorbing she's everything excited. like I am too. She's excited that we're at like cancer camp. I don't know what she was excited about. I don't know what she was excited about either, but she was just excited to be there. And I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And Courtney's always neutral, and then Kimberly's always blissfully unaware. So we're staying there, and I'm like, trying not to cry because there's like all these little kids running around. I'm like, oh my God, they're But all dying. the all the women that were there, not not a lot of them look sick no, or anything. they didn't, yeah. thank God. So then I go to the bathroom and I text her and I'm like, you're welcome. I'm here at cancer camp this morning. I slept in a fucking bunk bed. <laughs> I mean, mind you, it was a nice ass it bunk was. bed. It was a nice ass room. The rooms were 620 bucks a night. Yeah, yeah. they were, it was nice. I mean, now, so when we're saying like bunk, bunk beds, beds, it's not like fucking Great Wolf Lodge. It was like nice. Yeah, they, I mean, they were nice. Yeah, but they rooms, were still fucking bunk beds. It was, but still. <laughs> I mean, you slept in a king bed and I slept in a motherfucking bunk but it was bed. Not- <laughs> if you thought it was that fucking nice, you should have slept in it. No, you weren't going to sleep with I mom. Can- <laughs> I mean, no. So, so then, um, 
I go to the bathroom, I text her, I'm like, yeah, this fucking sucks. There's cancer patients everywhere and there's little kids here. Um, they gave me your name tag that said Drew and um, this sucks and I'm glad I took one for the team because you wouldn't have made it. And he's like, well, you know, I'm here if you need anything. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So, but I'm here and you're there <laughs> and you can act like nothing's happening this week and that's fine. I'm glad maybe you do need that. So I go... Um, so then I finally get like a cup of coffee. Oh, when we get up there, there's like no food left. Yeah, yeah, because And then there's like no coffee yeah, because yeah. they've all drank it all. So that's great. So all I really needed was some coffee because I was going to take a fucking Xanax. <laughs> <coughs> so we go in and mom has picked this table perfectly. It's in the corner. So I sit where I, what I never do, another one of my rules, I have to be able to face everybody. Yeah. No, not this time. I sat with my back to the entire room and all I could see was Kimberly and it was perfect. Well, then they start coming around taking photos. And I was like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> you need to go somewhere else with that camera. And there's like video too. They're walking around with video. And it's showing on the big screen. So I was like, Mm-mm, no, no, honey. So then they start talking. No, they did the introductions of the of Oh women. my god, that's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. How can I forget? Oh my god, that was horrible. Oh god. So then they they <laughs> Because this doing... year they did the honorees from for two years. For two years because they couldn't um they couldn't wrap it all they couldn't do it last year. Right. So, so it was last year and this year. But some of the fucking honorees didn't make, make it, it this year. So they fucking died. died. So I'm watching this and I'm like, Oh damn, she did. Next one comes through next one i'm like oh damn she did and then like the next one i'm like i'm not doing this so i get up and i go to the fucking bathroom again and i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna make it through cancer camp we have been here for not even two hours and i've sat that real thing and there's yeah. been like three or four people yeah fucking dead and then their their husbands were there or their oh, yeah, husband and their, kids their, their husband and kids were there because the wife had died so yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I get back in. I was hoping I was going to miss Kimberly, but I didn't. And they had our, my name up there with a bunch of people that weren't even related to me because they listed the family. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they had the picture of our whole family. Was like, Kelly was like, did they even know you were coming? I'm like, I don't know. Thank God I said that because I was about to start crying because it said, like, Kimberly Demery from Indiana or something. No, it shit. said from Richmond, Virginia, but it had a they bunch had, like, of... like, Kyle yeah, and Daphne. I and guess I'm they like, just started naming the people in the photo. <laughs> what they by the, they look like. I don't know who the fuck looks like Daphne. I don't know. Probably mom with her glasses. So... <laughs> We get through that. I've cried twice now. And it's only like, what, 8.30, maybe no, 9 o'clock? Yeah, it's 10 o'clock at this point. So then we get up there and this guy comes up there and he speaks about his wife. And, oh, my God, he just reminded me of Drew. So I started crying again. and Because his wife had died. His wife had died. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. So then... <laughs> They, like, start doing... So, then he speaks, and I, like, really understood what he was saying. I thought his message was really great. And I'm like, okay, I can get through this. And then they start doing this praise and worship music, like they do in the Lynchburg churches, where they start church... I think they well, do we were in a church. We were in a church. They do this, like, praise and worship thing. And Courtney's, like, dancing. Because, you know, that's her element, because she went to Liberty Convocation. They used yeah. to dance. So, she make it on a big screen, because yeah, she yeah. was dancing so much to the Jesus music. And I'm like, okay, well, this is getting better. I'll be fine. So then the next session is we have to break up into groups. So they've got caretakers in one room and then the cancer patients in the other. So me and, and Courtney. <clears throat> oh, and then they had kids in another one. So I told Courtney I was going to go to the outlets while mom goes to the 
the caretakers and Kimberly goes to the patient ones. And mom was going to go to the caretakers with Courtney. I just said that. No, you didn't. You said you were going to go to the outlet. Yeah, I was, I was going to go to the outlet. <laughs> And Courtney, oh, Courtney and Mom were going to the caretaker. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that was my plan. Oh, no. So then Kimberly looks at me. She's like, well, you're coming with me to the cancer patients, right? I'm like, why the fuck would I go with you to the cancer patients, Kim? I don't have cancer. <laughs> and she's like, well, I don't want to go by myself. And I'm like, really? You're going to make me go to the cancer patient? And I'm like, whatever, fine. There'll probably be other coffee. twin sisters there. Or, or they'll, they'll have coffee. I was looking forward to that. You did con me in with that. Oh, no, no, no. This is how you con me. You said, well, they are going to do a wine and cheese later. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. in. Yeah. So... We go and we sit down. There's nobody over there at the patient section yet. And then mom and Courtney come up and mom like looks so sad. And I'm like, oh, mom got hit by the cry bug. She's like, no, they kicked me out of the caretaker room. I'm like, why they kick you out of the caretaker room? She's like, because I'm not a husband. I'm like, well, that's enough. I said, you went to the wrong fucking room, mom. <laughs> She's like, no, I went to the caretaker room. There isn't a room for husbands. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I said, well, that's some bullshit. I said, it's 2021. Caretakers to me. All kinds of shit. They didn't want any women in there. I'm like, oh, that's, I'll, I'll write that in my review. Review. In the survey. Yeah. So they go to the outlet and I have to stay with Kimberly. <laughs> and so we're sitting in there and you have to write. Um, they wanted to play a game. They wanted to play a game called Pick and Murder or something. No. Um, they wanted to play a game and none of us knew any. None of us knew anything about any of it. It was a weird game so we played, but it was three things about yourself, and we had to guess who the who hell it was. was. I, I get the none concept. Of a, I get the concept too, but you don't know any of these damn people. You knew people at your table. No, you didn't. We've been sitting there talking to them. We had, but not enough to. You had to name like you had to name like three things, and then they picked it out of a bowl, and then they list they person listed. But these you had three to like things. look around everybody and try and pick their manners and see if they were talking about them. Yeah, but well, anyways, we played this game, and I. Write Kimberly's three things, which was like she hosts a podcast. I don't know what the other two were, and then mine were I don't have cancer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have two adopted boys. Kimberly wrote that for me, and then I don't know what the third one was. I don't either. So we're getting ready to go because there's no coffee. I'm on like my fourth glass of water, so I have to go to the bathroom again. The first two times I went, the first three times I went, I never peed because I was just in there crying. So mm -hmm. now I've got to actually go to the bathroom. So go to the bathroom and I come back out. And the entire room's in there, and they're all laughing. And Kimberly's doing that goofy laugh she always does that, like, she's, like, awkward about it. I don't it. know what to do. Because she's, like, confused. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And, get there. and Kim's like, I don't know how to play this stupid game, and I just gave myself up. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I was the first one to go. Yes. And the girl that was hosting the thing was like, oh, we read her three facts, and she wasn't supposed to say it's me, but she... She jumped up like she won a fucking bingo game and said, oh, that's me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, Kimberly, you know how to play now? She's like, yeah, I got it. So we go through and we pick people. And there's probably like 30 women maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. no, there's 40. Oh, was there? Yeah. So, oh, well, maybe they all didn't show up. So, yeah, probably, maybe about 30. So we're going through, we're playing the game. And mind you, there's 30 women. So we're going through the game. We've played it. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> so then they finally pulled the card. And it says, I don't have cancer, two adopted kids, and whatever the third fact is we couldn't remember about me. And Kimberly jumps up and screams, that's her! And I'm like, Kimberly! And the entire room looks at Kim. And they're like, what the, the fuck? fuck is wrong with you? And I can't say it's on my brain nets because they all they have them. stuff or they all have... Oh, God. It was crazy. And so, like, they're all laughing. I'm like, sorry, she doesn't really understand the game. Because I'm thinking to myself, somebody else in this room has got to have nine cancer, right? <laughs> Anyways, so you're the only one that was there. That didn't I was the only one that wasn't a patient. Yeah. We didn't know it at the time yet, but then we learned it after playing the game. So then Jill, my my BFF that we met there at the, yes. at the cancer camp, gets up and she talks. She about, works for the. She doesn't work. Volunteer. for She volunteers. 
And so she gets up there in front of the whole, all the patients starts talking about her sister. I start crying again. And I'm like, mm, I really like her. I wonder if we could be friends later. So And Jill's, Jill lost her sister to cancer. Like so that's why before. you had really yeah. um, responded and to she her. was like, oh, my sister was my soulmate. I'm like, oh, girl, I get you. I was like, my, like, oh, maybe they were twins. Oh, probably not. So then they serve us lunch. And I'm like, oh, any minute. Any minute. Oh, no, this is the one. No, this cheese is the break. Because I was like, Kimberly. It was I'm, a break. Yeah, I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore. I feel like y'all are going to. You're good now. You can stay here. I'm going to call mom and get her to pick me up for now. And Kim's like, no, no, no. There's just one more thing. And, you know, they're bringing out the wine. I'm like, okay. So then they bring out the wine and the cheese. But there's no motherfucking wine. <laughs> they brought out the little appetizer. I'm like, <laughs> waiting for the wine. So we go up to the girl that's coordinating it, and, I'm and like, I was like, me. where's the wine at? And uh-huh. she's like, oh, my God, I we left, left it, it in my hotel. room. And I'm like, what's your room number? I'll get it. <laughs> she's like, would you go? I'm like, and it's no, like 20 minutes car. from yeah. the, no, where we it were. It, it would take you 20 minutes to get to the yeah. room by the time you like get in the car, go up there and right. park. <clears throat> I was like, I don't have a car. I was like, great. <laughs> so then we have to like sit in this. So then we take a break, and we all come back together. And then we have to sit in this circle, and they give us these bags of candy. And they're like, anything in your in that any of the other people say that you can relate to, um, throw candy at them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I can play this game. So then we're sitting there in this big-ass circle. They're like, who wants to go first? And it was like, motherfucking crickets. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, I'll go first. And you and I are sitting next to each other. Yeah. And so you have to say three things you're... Well, you have to say three things. One is that what you're biggest grateful fear, for. Biggest fear and... Um, you're... Biggest fear, your greatest blessing, and something else. Anyways, it was, it was three things. It was three things. We're obviously we got it. So, <laughs> first thing is, I'm like, I'm really glad that like I get to wake up every morning, and have a cup of coffee, and I'm like healthy. Because I'm like, how do I say this? Who cares? Because it stops at 60 minutes. Oh, then we'll have to pick it back up again. So, um, I. I didn't know how to say, like, I'm grateful in front of a bunch of fucking cancer patients. I don't have fucking cancer. Because that's not nice to say I'm fucking grateful for that. Somebody from Indiana keeps calling me. This is the second time. Mm. So, um, I was like, you know, I'm just really grateful that I, like, get to wake up and have a cup of coffee every morning. But, like, it didn't come across. Is that way? Yeah. It just came out weird. And it was, the, you were the very first one to go. So, no yeah, one it was, really like, knew. weird. Yeah. And then I was like, and then they're like, oh. And then whatever the other thing was. And they're like, what's your biggest fear? I'm like, well, my biggest fear is my sister's going to fucking die. Right. So I just, you know, everybody's throwing, oh, and something you were really grateful for. Because I said I was grateful for our family. Oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm really grateful that we have such a loving family. And a couple people threw a piece of candy at me. And then I was like, and then I'm really worried that my sister's going to die. And then they all threw a bunch of candy at me. Which I don't understand because their fucking sister ain't dying. So they Mm -hmm. can't relate to that. But Mm -hmm. maybe the fear part, I don't know. So they go around the room. They go, like, the next lady, she's normal. Everything's fine. She goes, the next lady. And she's like, my biggest fear is that no one's going to take care of my kids because my husband left me. And I lean to the lady next to me. I'm like, oh, did her husband die? She goes, no, that motherfucker left her, like, divorced her. And I was like, well, he's a motherfucker. <laughs> and then she's like, you know, and I have two kids, and they're all, both under 12, and I don't know who's going to take care of them. I'm like, well, that's. But and we're all like, listening. Yeah, and, but to people, this, like, like, threw her candy, yeah. right? And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you relate to? I know. Yeah, I didn't understand either. And I'm like, that's where I didn't throw no candy because I didn't relate to that. No. Mm -mm. So then (laughs) she goes to like the next lady and she's in her fear that she was going to die and leave her kids without a mother. And then like she was grateful for normal stuff. And then the next lady goes and she's like, and I'm, 
I'm really, you know, she says her two things and she's like, and I'm really worried about what's going to happen to my family when I die because I'm like the main person for my whole family. Like I, my kids don't know how to function without me. And so like, I'm like, well, that makes sense. Everybody, she goes, and then my husband left me. And I'm like, what the fuck? They yeah. throw more candy. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell? That's the second one. We're only like five deep into yeah. this group. Yeah. So <clears throat> then... A couple more people go, and then this other lady is like, oh, and, you know, I'm, I'm just really worried I'm never going to see my family again. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what, do they live really far away? Right. Like, I'm thinking in my head, like, where are they? And she's like, you know, because they stopped talking to me, 12, you know, when I got my diagnosis. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is wrong? Okay. And, and we're not talking at this like, Kim and I aren't talking. We aren't talking at all. We're just listening. And I'm not even looking at Kimberly because I'm yeah. trying not to cry because these women, like, I thought our shit was bad. Oh, yeah. Like, you were sick and, like, you have a young daughter and, like, you're my twin sister. But, like, they, that, that it, shit sucked. And it was totally humbling to oh, listen. God. And that's why I really enjoyed this thing because it was totally humbling, like, thinking that I was in a bad place, me- like, mentally and physically and sickness-wise. But then I thought, I'm listening to these other people that, that their kids had never met them without cancer. Yeah, like, one girl was, like, my, I, my biggest worry is that I'll die because I'm going to die. And my daughter will have never known me without cancer. Yeah. And I had talked to her earlier, and what her story was is that she had estrogen-positive cancer, and she and her husband had been trying for years to have a baby, and she finally got pregnant. She got diagnosed with cancer while she was pregnant, and because it was estrogen-positive, the baby was literally killing her. Yeah. And the doctor was like, we have to abort, and she's like, you're not fucking aborting my baby. I'm going to carry this all the way as long. Either I will fucking die because my husband needs to have something or we're going to, or I'm going to have a healthy daughter. And she had to give, she had to give birth like seven weeks early or something crazy. But it was just so crazy to hear the humblingness of the whole thing that like, like I was taking advantage that not taking advantage of it, but I was taking for granted that my family was so supportive when so many people just were like, they couldn't handle it. So they left the family. Yeah. Like or, that one lady came up to you and was like, oh my God, your sister's so amazing. And Kim's like, yeah, she's pretty funny. And she's like, no, like she's there for you and she's supportive. Like supportive. And and I'm like, what What the fuck? Yeah. What's my option? to be like, oh, you I got know. cancer? Peace out. Yeah. How much time so we got to start over? And then the parents and then like the husband and stuff. Leaving their. Leaving their kids and they don't know what's going to happen to their kids when they die. Like it was just so humbling oh, yeah. it was to crazy. listen to it. Um, and then some women, because they're because their cancer had to have their ovaries and uterus removed and they never, and never could have kids and then she was like i feel like my husband i'm gonna put him through all this and i'm gonna die and he's not even gonna have a kid with me like there's nothing to leave to him right and like that one lady was like she said that and she's like so i just took all of my savings and everything i possibly could and i bought him a house yeah and i'm like that's crazy and it's just and then and then later on after that we went back to the hotel because everyone was pretty wrecked because it was very emotional so we're all sitting around our fire pit and everybody's, all the cancer patients are drinking and having a Oh, home. they were fucking ripped. <laughs> and they were sharing edibles with each other and. Because we all had medical marijuana cards. Yeah, so me. And we're and all then, talking about our wigs and we're saying, oh, does so-and-so, or, where'd you get your wig from? And We'll just stop it now and then we'll pick it back up again. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break because our timer is about to end and then we're going to restart again. At the fire. Okay, we're back on. Okay, so so they're all sitting by the fireplace and they're all doing edibles. Well, then the girl Jill that had, had talked 
that she was at the she was the one that said something about the dead sister. <clears throat> so we're sitting there, and she walks over. And, and you I was didn't like, want to go down here to begin with. I was no. like, hey, I feel like everyone, they're doing a fire pit. I feel like it'd be fun. Let's go down there. And Courtney and Mom were like, no, we're not going. Oh, yeah. And then we walked down there. They're like, hey, it's the twins. I was yeah. like, what up, bitches? Like, yeah. I don't even know y'all, but and okay. they had like They were so friendly, and, oh, yeah. and they were so excited to see us. And so I started talking to Jill because I wanted to talk to her anyways. Because I don't think I got to talk to her when we were at the church. So right. her and I start talking and we just hit it off. And I was like, oh my God, I think we're soulmates. And we're talking. Well, then the cancer patients start fucking falling off. <laughs> like the one starts crying hysterically and cannot stop crying. And I look at her, I'm like, you need to go back to your... Because, you know, some of these people don't have any fucking husbands. So I look at her, I'm like, well, you know, what's your deal, honey? And she's like, I need to get back to my room. And I'm like, okay, what's your room? So she told me her room number. And I get her up to her room. So then I come back down and we're sitting there. I'm talking to Jill still because Kimberly is so drunk and I don't... We're in this fire pit, but I can see her, but whatever. I'm the only one that's down there. Oh, and then the husbands come keep coming over, checking on their wives. And I'm like, oh, she already left. Me and Jill are like directing the traffic to everybody and then like another one passes out and then jill takes her to her room and then <laughs> jill doesn't come back because it's getting late and then i start talking to this other girl and this husband shows up and me and him start talking well finally kimberly jumps up from the from the adirondack church she already has trouble getting out of she jumps up she's like let's go and i just grabbed all of our shit and they're like oh my god you're the best sister ever you just do whatever she says i'm like no She's, when she says, let's go, you better fucking go. Well, Kimberly cannot fucking walk straight. <laughs> because I, I, I had to jump up out of the chair because I couldn't feel my legs. Yeah. So I was trying to signal to Kelly the whole entire time, but because it was dark, she couldn't see me. So I finally got... And I don't got, read minds. And you I finally no got... Signaling. Yeah, and I finally got the courage to stand up like I was supposed to. And then I was like, I'm not going to be able to stand here for long. I'm going to fall in this fire pit. And the cancer is going to be least of my worries when I got fucking burns all over my body. <laughs> so she was like, let's go. So I was like, okay. So I grabbed the hold of her and I'm like dragging her. I mean, we're forever from the room. Huh. So we finally get up there. <clears throat> we get to the hotel room. And I didn't do any of the edibles down there. I'd only had like a couple of acid wine, So I was chilling. Kimberly on the other hand was tore the fuck up. So we get in the room. And mom has set her clothes out for us to get <laughs> for us to get um, chairs the next morning by the pool. So Kim and I walk in, and when Kimberly gets real dumb, like I actually just get sucked into the stupidity with her. So we're sitting there. Because some of the shit I say makes sense. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and she's like, "Oh my god, someone has broken into our room." And I'm like, "Well, Courtney and Kim, mom are in here." And Courtney's up there working on schoolwork because she's the only sister in the entire universe decides to go back to fucking school to be a doctor while yes. you're fighting cancer. Mom's sleeping on the bed with earplugs and an eye mask on so she ain't bothering. Well, Courtney's trying to be ignore us because when we get like that, she has to ignore us because she feels like she's going to get dumb if she hangs out too much, which is likely because that happens to me when I it hang does, out with you. It sucks in. So Kimberly is trying to convince me that somebody broke in our room put little boy clothes in there. <laughs> random fucking teeny tiny t-shirt and it looked like a little boy it looked like a little boy's shirt and like this little bit in this hat there was a little hat little hat hat. and there was like this pair of like board shorts yes 
and I was like, like oh my outfit. god I was like oh my god somebody did break in here and they left their little teeny tiny clothes yes. I was like a little kid's probably running around and thought this was their room because right. the bunk beds right. and left the fucking clothes in yeah, here totally convinced I was so and then I could not sleep that night because I was like if someone that, has a key to our room a little boy doesn't what if yes. daddy comes to get the clothes back yes so after much conversation Kimberly has scared the shit out of me she gets in the bed and I don't sleep at all. I wake up the next morning, and Mom's like, "I thought y'all were gonna go get room, go get chairs by the <laughs> chairs by the 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 um pool chairs, pool chairs." And I was like, "Well, you didn't leave your shirt." She goes, "Yeah, that's my right there." I'm like, "That teeny tiny little boy short shirt, the, the hat, hat, and those shorts are yours." She's like, yeah, those are mine. I'm like, why do you own children's clothing? And she's like, those are my swim shirts and that's my swim shorts. I'm like, well, if we would have taken them, how would you have gotten out of the pool? So, whatever. So then, is that the day we go to the river? Yeah. So Kimberly has cancer and it's riddled with it all in her bones. Decides to book us a fucking river whitewater rafting trip. Not whitewater rafting, river tubing ride. That was it. That was totally different than whitewater rafting. That you could take your children on and your dog. Yes. So that was the only reason. So we went like, I don't know if there's like five stages worth, like a one. So we get down there. We get on this thing. Kim's got her little fucking scuba shoes on. She's probably gone down a river one time in her life. And so it's the four of us. I was excited. I really wanted to do it. I know you did. So we got the life jackets on. Because we're going through the Great Smoky Mountains. Yeah, it was very pretty. So we get in there and... I need a stick to help navigate because I did. I refuse to spend twelve dollars at the hut to buy one. Because so they like, had these sticks that you could buy. Yes, and I was like, I'm not buying it for twelve bucks. I'm just going to get a stick on the river. It's the fucking river. Yeah. So we get in the river, and I don't remember how I fell out. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So we're doing and our. And the water thing. was freezing ass. Oh, for reason because it's coming <laughs> off the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. So I don't know how I fell out. <laughs> I don't remember. I think I hit like a rock or something. Oh, we're all trying to stay connected too. The oh, we're all trying to stay connected. And mind you, it's like the water. And mom's goes never up. tubed. Yeah, mom's never tubed. Kimberly can't get out of the tube. Because I can't terrified. use my arms because I just had my surgery. Oh, that's right. You just had your tit taken off. So she couldn't use her left arm. The water only goes up to like mid-calf. <laughs> and I fall off the fucking tube. I don't. I think I was like reach. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Well, then I go to get back on it, and I can't get back on it because there's a the, current that's it's so, so strong. strong. Yeah. Whenever I hold the raft and it's connected to the three of them, it pulls me forward. So I keep falling, and the river starts to drag me. Now, mind you, what did I say how deep it was? Halfway to my calf. Yeah. This shit is dragging me. <laughs> the fucking rock. And she's screaming. Uh-oh. She's screaming at us. Because it hurt so bad and you're screaming <laughs> it's all yeah. y'all's fault because no one can help me mom mom's too small for the tube she is she's foolish out. she kept flipping out kimberly can can't use her, hand, her arm courtney doesn't have any patience for me so didn't want to help at all anyways and you're screaming and bitching at oh my god and it hurt so bad and i'm literally when i got back into that raft i had like no skin on my shins yeah yeah so I get finally some man comes out of nowhere. I think he probably got tired of me bitching. Probably and using the F word and shit. In front of his kids. Yeah. I didn't give a shit because I was being fucking I get attacked. It. You were being rock raped. <laughs> on my frontal body. Yeah. And there was nothing I could. I mean, I'm talking from like my neck all the way down. Yeah. I had bruises all over oh, me. Yeah. 
And I mean, I'm just like, wham, wham, wham. And, and I'm you're like, screaming. Oh my God. Somebody help me. Oh and I'm like, God. what am I supposed it to do? Awful. And I've tubed so many times, I can't even count. Yeah. So, I, this man, I don't know where the fuck he came from. We never saw him again. He's came God. over. He was like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Grabbed a hold of that raft and was able to, because I have no upper body strength. He was able to hold the rafts with all three of the ladies that were helpless <laughs> and keep it so I could get in. So I finally get in. I felt. I was so fucking mad because no one could help me. And then I was so relieved I could finally fucking relax. So I'm, we're chilling. We're going down the raft. And I'm like, nobody is allowed to put their feet out. You got to keep it in because if you hit a rock rung, it will fucking break your leg. Yes. So we are going, minding our business. (coughs) (laughs) And we get to this part. And the next thing I know, (laughs) mom is hurling. Body at me, yeah, and I'm like, "What the fuck, mom?" And mom's coming at me in the. She's in the air with the tube, with the tube around her butt, and she's coming at me because we told her don't let go of the tube. (laughs) Not let go of the tube, and her and the tube hit a rock like a ski sled, and she came flying at. She's going, oh, like she's screaming. And so she slams on the water, but it's a lot deeper than what my water was. But there's like this huge things of rocks around it. And you're supposed to just kind of skim over it. But now we're fucked because mom just fell off and we're heading towards a fucking boulder. And I'm like, she's going to fucking die. Great. I'm about to lose my sister and my fucking mom. No one's going to throw me candy now. So... Some man comes and, like, helps get... I mean, we're there forever. Mom's oh, yeah. falling. And she's yelling. The river water's going oh, over yeah. her head. She's practically fucking drowning. Yeah. And she can't even get up out of the water high But enough. she does have her cancer can- uh, hat on. <laughs> so she's so fucking worried she's going to lose the damn thing. <laughs> the free hat. The free hat. Water. She's wearing it. She doesn't want to lose it. And she keeps getting hurled under the water. And it's like... The force for the river, it was so strong. And it was cold. And it was so cold. And it keeps sucking mom underneath. <coughs> Not her head, I can't just help. her legs. I can't help her because I cannot stop laughing because she's flailing around. And no one fucking helped me when I was being fucking rocked right for a good 10 minutes. So I was like, fuck it, you're on your own. So I finally get the stick to like lodge me in long enough to for us to stop so it stops dragging and drowning mom. Well, then the fucking snake stick breaks, remember? Yeah. <coughs> because the raft cuz that's what I had told them earlier. I'm like your femur will break or whatever. So finally mom gets back on the raft room and then Kimberly's like who has not gotten out of the thing at all. Cuz y'all told me not to. Mm-hmm. Cuz you were worried I wouldn't be able to get back in it. And that's a valid concern. <laughs> Kimberly goes, I want to go to the other rapids. And Courtney looks at Kim and says, fuck no. <laughs> and she's like, but I just really want to. I don't get to, you know, this is my last chance. I'll probably never get to two, and I want to go. I'm like, you're not going to the second rapids, Kim. If you go to the second rapids, you're not going to make it out. We barely made it through the first And this one. is the one that was approved for small children and Yeah, dogs. and some guy went by with a damn shih tzu on his raft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck that dog I don't either. So... Kimberly wants to go to the next step up. I'm like, fuck you. We're not doing that. And she's all pissed off at us. So then we get to the end and we got to get Kimberly out of the fucking raft. That was a shit show, but we got you out. And then you're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do the other raft. I'm like, you fucking think? And so that was the rafting trip. And then we went back to the thing and we just had a great week and it was really fun. And 
the cancer patients were really fine and and it totally was a really good experience and i really liked the organization yeah it's called leslie's week you can google it and donate to them it was really cool and they and the thing is is they gather money and send these these families to gatlinburg every week and they whole whole things not every for, week once i'm a sorry week. one once week a out year. year and it's supposed to be a cancer a week Oh, ugh, sorry. Oh my God. A week away from cancer. And it's it just a, a very good organization. It was cool. But um, when I was telling the story, that number kept popping up from Indiana. They just texted me, so I'm getting in the shower, LOL. <laughs> I don't you, know like, that. send me a picture. <laughs> I should. <laughs> oh, my God. Do it. Should I say that? Yes. It'd be fucking funny, man. They're going to be like, Send pick. <laughs> Some random. If I get a dick pic, Kim, I'm oh going you. Or boob. I'm getting in the shower. Send pic. Oh, my God. God, what if it, What if they're, like, really good friends? Oh, God, what if this is somebody that really knows me? Who would, who would say who I'm would getting say in, I'm the in the shower? I don't know. Well. Lots of questions. We're going to find out. Okay, well, this is, a con- this is the conclusion of our episode, season three, episode one. But I think that we need to kind of tell the viewers where you are sick-wise. Okay. So we found out in September. Oh, that was what I was going to say. While she, while I was in there in the psychiatric controversy <laughs> hold, she found out she has, it's gotten to her spinal fluid. So she dying. And, well, we already knew well, we were dying. Spinal, they, they always kept saying you have it, it because the chemo can't go past what's called this blood barrier. Right. So they said, but we're going to treat that with radiation. If it gets into the brain, we're going to, so they've been doing that. And they said, oh, but worst case scenario is if it gets in your spinal fluid, that's where, you know, that's when we have to start having conversations about timeline and time frames that you have left and da 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 da. So they had, two of my doctors had both talked about that. So then in September, it was around Labor Day, I was at my niece's wedding. My doctor, my neurosurgeon, neurosurgeon? Yeah. He calls. No, your neuro-oncologist. Yeah. He's a brain cancer He's doctor. a brain cancer He calls and says, hey, what are you doing? I said, what are you doing? You never call me. Why are you calling me? And he says, hey, it sounds like you're driving. When you get to where you're like pulled over, can you please call me back? And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. So then whenever there's bad news, Drew instantly starts barfing. And dry heaving. And dry heaving. So we get there and I call them back. And he's like, hey, I just wanted to kind of, because I had been having some back pain. And I had a brain MRI on my back and he said well I just wanted to kind of go over those results with you he's like it looks like it's showing in the um, spinal fluid and I was like well isn't that the one that you said that was the worst case scenario that that we didn't really want to get to and he's like yeah that that's the worst case scenario he's like and I know you have an appointment with your doctor on Tuesday we've kind of talked about a plan but I just wanted you to prepare you for that conversation and I was like okay so that kind of sucked and ruined some things for me so then Tuesday, I go in to meet with my doctor. Ruin something for you. Because <laughs> we're I like how you having say that. a really good time. And I'm literally about to go to my niece's <laughs> wedding. Um, so then we go on Tuesday to the radiologist. And I'm in there by myself because they don't allow anybody back there. Mom's in the car. But and I so think I, that I passed out because it was my body's way of saying, you need to rest a little bit because shit's about to get real. Well. Selfishly. So we're sitting there on our, um, on a uh what do you call it speakerphone they don't, is it called speakerphone yeah 
So we're on speakerphone. Yes. Yeah, okay. What the fuck else would it be called? I don't know. It's literally magnified. Speaker. <laughs> okay. It's a, we're on speaker. So I'm talking to her and she just has this, she's always had this like fun look on her face. And this time it was a very somber look when she came in to talk to me. I was on speakerphone. You were in the room. I was in the room. So she was like really, it kind of took me back the way her her body was reacting to me. And so she's kind of going. It wasn't her body reactor. It was her body language. Her body language. Yeah. Jesus. And so she's kind of, so we're like, okay, so are we talking about timeline here? And she said, yeah. She said, now we're talking about six months. And she goes, but you know, you always can prove me wrong. I was like, oh my God, are you fuck? Like to even hear those words are just baffling to me. So then I'm freaking out and I then go home. The whole family comes over and I make a big proclamation to the family that we're not ever going to talk about that six month thing. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, we're still going to keep planning things. We're not going to, we're, today is the day that we're going to give it our feels and we're going to cry, but we're going to move on and we're not going to talk about six months anymore. Um, so that's well wait, wait before that before that you had before you had the appointment and the doctor told you okay you got six months i had come over the day before so i came over on monday and because i wanted to see you because you'd been out of town so i come over on monday and emma is in her room <laughs> oh yeah 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 so i come in i see you you're fine you're a little sad looking but whatever so i was like well i'm gonna go cuddle with emma so I go into Emma's room and I start crying hysterically. She's like, no, this was on Tuesday. No, it wasn't. We already knew you had a very limited time frame. We were going to find out more the next day. Oh. So we were sitting there. And so I go in there. I'm like, you know, it's, I was, I was sitting there. She was just all cozy in her bed. It was like, even though it was like in the afternoon on a school night, I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, just chilling. I'm like, oh my God, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be just fine. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, everything's going to be fine. Um, we're going to get through this. And she's like, oh, are you in your feels today? And I was like, yeah, you know, with everything going on, it just makes me really sad. And I start crying and she's like holding me. And I'm like, you know, with it being in her spinal fluid and everything's just going to go so quickly, you know, I don't know. We don't, it could be two weeks, it could be six months. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> And I'm like, weren't you at the wedding this weekend? Didn't you hear about the phone call? She's like, no, I stayed here and hung out with my friends all weekend. I'm like, why the fuck are you staying home by yourself? You're fucking 15. You don't even have a car. <laughs> She's you 16 at this point. But she didn't have a car. And I was she like. She has a friend that drives. Yeah, but it, I, I was like, we'll circle back to that in a second. What do you mean you didn't go with your mom to the wedding? She's like, what are you talking about? They didn't about? allow kids to the wedding. That's Anyone not under kid. 21. That's Emma. No, but they didn't allow anybody under 21 because well, of the winery. You didn't tell me all that. So I'm sitting there talking to her. She's like, wait, what? My mom's going to die in six months. I'm like, man, it could be two weeks. We don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe you didn't know. I don't know. We hadn't had a talk. We hadn't seen her yet. Yeah. I don't I remember. Know. Yeah. So. Because we're very upfront with Emma. Emma knows Oh, everything. yeah. And it wasn't that you were trying to keep it from her. No. I don't know why. We like, hadn't... you were in your bed. I think I had taken a nap or something. Yeah, and like yeah. I came back because you guys had come back on that Monday. Yeah, and I was taking a nap. So when she got home from school, because on the way home, y'all stopped her. at the at the um, cemetery you wanted yeah. to get buried at. So yeah. I thought Emma was there. So then Emma's crying, and I'm crying. I stopped crying because now I made her cry, and <laughs> she's never cries. So that was weird. And then Kimberly walks in. She's like, "Hey, I'm up from my nap," and Emma's like, "Oh my god." Kim's like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know. She didn't know you had fucking in your spinal fluid. So now she does." My bad. 
Well, then the next day we found out for sure it was going to be that. We already kind of knew because he told you when you go in on Tuesday, you're going to hear that news. Yeah. So we knew that. Well, then we're sitting around talking and Kimberly's like, I want to have the most epic Thanksgiving of all time. I'm like, no, you ain't going to make it a fucking Thanksgiving. We're going to have a birthday party. You're so fucking stupid. That's what I said. I thought it in my head. Mom said it. And then you yelled at her. Because I I said, if anyone mentions a timeline to me, I will probably kill you. Yeah. And then you did it in that voice octave that you do when you get real fucking crazy about stuff about dying. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't mess with you. So... I was like, fuck Thanksgiving, let's have a birthday party. Because our birthday, this was like in September, and our birthday was like in four weeks or something. I was mm-hmm. like, let's have like an epic birthday party. Let's like, doesn't matter. It was matter. six weeks, I think. Actually. Yeah, I was like, let's just throw it together, and there is no budget. I will figure it out. We will make it work. It's going to be epic. And Kim's like, okay. I'm like, what day do we want to do it? Because Kim was all these travel plans. I was like, looking back calendar and I was like well I could probably just if I spend a little bit more money if we do it like near my wedding anniversary because Steve will be like yeah it's like a wedding anniversary birthday party combo but then that's when we started the bucket list yeah uh, the was, bucket list GoFundMe well not yet so then I threw together the birthday party invitation send it out to everybody I could think of on Facebook invite a bunch of people I mean they are RSVPing oh, so yeah. quick all I was like oh shit so we put on there that you had to be vaccinated so that we could keep the people down. Because when you throw out a birthday party about a girl who's dying soon, yeah, um, you know, the RSVPs are going to be huge. But we did need them to be vaccinated. So that was a little bit of controversy. But I don't give a shit. So, <clears throat> and I addressed that invitation. Mm-hmm. And so then um, people are RSVPing and it just kind of blows up. Yeah. And... Kimberly keeps checking on me about, like, where are you at with the birthday party? I'm like, I got it. I already booked a caterer. She's like, what about everything else? I'm like, what other, what else? I told her I'd be YOB and I just got food. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> and so Kimberly has hired. Because she wanted to do chicken fucking fiesta. Which is a Tex-Mex place. That's it is. really yummy. Yeah. Yeah, and I was I booked it for 175 people. I thought it was going to be great. So Kimberly has hired a party planner for her funeral. So who's Which a friend is, of totally mine. totally makes sense knowing you so i was talking because i'm now in full funeral plan mode yeah on the way home from the party from the wedding Wedding. her and drew and her sister-in-law jess stop at a funeral home i mean at a cemetery cemetery she'd heard heard about about before so kimberly when she finds out she's dying goes in a full plan mode so she picks the cemetery in like northern virginia that's like catholic it's green it's a green thing you get buried and you get and i had already met with a funeral director previously so then now i called him back i was like it's go time we need to like finalize this shit yeah so she already had so and oddly enough it was on the way home like you didn't have to like veer veer off the road you said it was really weird <coughs> Drew said it was weird how convenient it was for you to do it when you got home and that um, y- that it was so serene when he got there it was absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful whatever mm-hmm. whatever and so she's already got that planning so she contacted she's like is this weird but I want to get a party planner for my after for the for after this funeral part and I'm like no it's not really that weird because I know how you are I was like am I really good friend she's just retired she'll help you and I get you two in contact. Well, Kimberly is talking to her about all of her funeral stuff. And Kimberly drops the bomb on her that we're having this birthday party and that she thinks that Kelly's a little overwhelmed. Kimberly says, Kelly's a little overwhelmed. She doesn't have any handle on this party. 
So I randomly get this call from Linda and then I get another call from Linda because I didn't answer the first time. And I'm like, hello? She's like, hey. So I was just on the phone with Kim and I'm like, okay. And I always would avoid her calls at first because she'd be calling me about stuff for your funeral. I don't want to play that shit. <laughs> so she's like, she told me you guys are having a birthday party. I'm like, yeah, I got everything taken care of for that. She's like, um, like, what do you have taken care of? And I'm like, I got a caterer and I rented some tables and chairs and people are bringing their own beer. Like, we're all good. I don't need any help there. You didn't have any tables and chairs. I had called a lady who had mm. her back from her. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, well, how many people do you think are coming? I'm like, I don't know, 200. She's like, 200 people and you got, you got food and, and you're you doing it some tables at your in your backyard. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my backyard in the garage. In the garage. Yeah. Duh. What? Yeah. She's like, uh, uh, I feel like it's in like three weeks, and I'm like, yeah, what? She's like, you need help because you don't even know that you need help. That you need help so bad. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I'm really overwhelmed. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I can't believe there's this many people coming. I need help. And so she, like, jumped in and took care of everything. She got yeah. rid of the caterer. She got us a food truck. She finally found somebody that would rent us fucking tables because COVID fucked up everything. Everybody got married this year rather than mm -hmm. last year. We couldn't get a tent, so I went on Walmart and bought a bunch of damn pop-ups. Because if you didn't buy tents, it was going to rain. Yeah. And then she told me what to buy for, like, everything. And then I was like, I don't have time to buy it. And so she's like, fuck it, I'll buy it. So she bought, like, everything. And I just gave her the card. And she turned my backyard and my garage into, like, this fucking oh my God. wonderland. It was fucking amazing. Like, it was so perfect. Yeah. And then one of our friends was like, I don't know what to get you and your sister for your birthday. So I'm just going to get you a DJ. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's fucking amazing. So thanks, Jody. And all these people came that we hadn't seen in, like, fucking forever. Yeah. And it was it amazing. Was amazing. And all our family came. Oh, my God. So, like... Friday before the party, I was so tired because Linda had been over there all day. I really didn't do much. I don't know why I was tired. I think I just had so much anxiety about yeah. everybody that was coming in town. And I was so drained. But I had to stay up till 11.45 that evening because our best friend Patrick was coming in with, her, with his husband and then her, Patrick's mother-in-law, who had never been to our house before. They were flying in from Georgia. So I was like, they're flying here. Cindy's coming. And that's Patrick's mother-in-law. I have to be awake. I have to pick them up. They're not taking an Uber. Right. So I'm like trying to figure out how to get through the night. Well, all these people are coming over to Kimberly's house. And I'm so tired. But I had to go to Kimberly's house because I stayed at my house. I was going to sleep. And it's like 11.30. And I'm like, okay, Carrie, we got to go to the airport. I get this random text message from Steve. It's a picture of him in the porta potty because there were so many people coming to the house. We had to get a porta potty. I'm like, Steven, it's like 32 degrees out here. He's like, Yeah, I'm pooping in the porta potty. I'm like, You don't have to use a porta potty, honey. We have our toilets. So mm -hmm. We have three bathrooms. Whatever. I'm not dealing with you. I'm so fucking tired. So we get the, we get there. I wake up the next morning. Oh, that night I got like leg cramps. Like mm. you wouldn't fucking believe because I get leg cramps and I get stressed. Yeah. Could not fucking sleep. Could not sleep at all just kept staring at the fucking ceiling couldn't sleep i was so fucking tired i woke up i was still fucking tired linda shows up at nine o'clock in the morning i really don't have to do anything i'm just kind of wandering around so i decorated the porta potty i got a little table out there i put a little lamp in there put a little air freshener in there for breeze when it was lovely that's the only thing i did the entire fucking day yeah her she had a little assistant with her and then she made the kids do a bunch of running around and then steve helped and it was great and it, she set me upstairs to my room at like the party started at what three yeah so she sent me upstairs to my room at like one because she said she said i needed to oh she sent me up there at like noon she said you need to go take a nap and then you need to get dressed and i'm like okay so i go upstairs and i can't stop fucking crying 
because I know all these people are going to be coming and everyone's going to be looking at me to see how they should be reacting. Like they're going to look at Kimberly and be like, oh my God, she looks great. I can't believe she's dying of cancer. But they're really going to look at me to see like what type of vibe this was going to be. And I, that was a lot of pressure for me because that's exactly what they were fucking doing when they yeah. walked in that room, when yeah. they walked in. And I knew it was going to be really hard for Drew that day. I knew it was going to be really hard for Emma. I knew Steve wasn't going to give a shit because he never does anything about caring about hosting people because he's just always in a good mood. So I can't get my shit together. And so it's like the party starts at 3. It's like 2.30. I'm still trying to put my makeup on. And I can't stop crying. So then Kimberly comes busting up in the room. She's like, what up? I'm like, oh my God, are you on edibles? Or what are you taking? And you're like, I'm fine. I'm just excited. Oh my God, all these people are going to come. And I'm like, I ain't going to get And I had mind. such a relaxed day at my house. Oh my God, no. My family here. And oh yeah, she's We just chilling. chilled. Yeah, and no. I got, and I, I get over to Kelly's house. She's fucking a mess crying. Oh, and And Steve, then I see Steve. He's fucking crying. I was like, what the fuck Steve is happening? Steve started crying first because yeah. my husband cries constantly. We'll talk about that in a second. So <clears throat> we're making this too long. They can break it up however they want. Oh, true. So so we get to... So then she comes up there and I can't stop crying. So then I finally like... I'm like, I need like something to take, but I can't take medicine because then I can't drink. And then I'm like, and I don't want to take a medicine that's going to make me, like, numb. And then I can't, like, remember the be party present. and be yeah. present. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I took, like, a half an edible. Like, literally a half of a five milligram one that would just, like, chill me the fuck out. Yeah. And just, like, make me present and not drunk or anything. <clears throat> and then we go down there. And I'm fine. All is well. And then I see Terrence McBride. Who randomly... <laughs> So he's our friend from elementary school who I had friend requested on Facebook back in 2017. Apparently he doesn't ever go on Facebook. And like the Tuesday before the party, he accepted my friend request. And I called Carol like, dude, Terrence McBride just, you know, accepted my friend request. And she's like, okay. I'm like, yeah, isn't that cool? She's like, yeah, that's really cool. That's really random. Right before the party, you should invite him. I'm like, I was already thinking about that. But wouldn't that be kind of weird? And she, Kim's like, no, fuck it. Just do it. So I was like, fine. So I was going to go message him on Messenger on Facebook. And guess who messages me? Uh, him. Yeah. And he sends me this long text message about, oh, my God, I've always thought about you and your sister. This is amazing. I found you on here and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, you have no idea how excited I am to hear from you. You have to come to our birthday party. And I send this picture. And he's like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do that. It's like in four days. I got to throw it together. And I'm like, here's the information for the hotel. We'd love to see if you can. If you can come, great. I get it. It's really short notice. So it all worked out, right? Because if things are easy, they typically will work out. Mm -hmm. So I'm chilling. The party starts at three and I see him and I literally start fucking crying because I'm just <laughs> so overwhelmed. I mean, I thought all these other people are there, but like he made me and cry. we haven't seen him in like 25 years. Yeah, but like I don't know. have constantly always talked about him. Yeah, and, and yeah. it was just so hard for me to like, I don't know, it was just weird. So like, it was just hard for me to like, see somebody from our like childhood yeah so i see him and i start to cry and then i'm a fucking mess again so then i have to go upstairs to my bedroom <laughs> and i have to calm my ass down and the entire time at the party i'm avoiding drew like the fucking plague because he came up to me and he was like this looks so good and then we both started crying i'm like don't come up to me again for the rest of the fucking night he's like okay <laughs> so he goes his way i go mine we avoid each other like the plague so I have to keep avoiding Drew while I'm walking through the crowds. And so I finally get to the room, I come back out, and then I come back down, and then I keep seeing family. 
the Night Sea family we haven't seen in a very long time. And it was just really nice to see. There and were like, so some many of our people. high school friends had showed up. Oh my and, god, our high school friends came that we yeah. haven't seen in like forever. And like they one of them lives in North Carolina, they came from Virginia Beach, and then like some of dad's old friends from Virginia Beach came. It was just crazy. Yeah crazy how many people came and then so finally like we're halfway through the party i looked at my dad i'm like we need to like say something to these people like they've driven so, like our cousin came in from california our yeah. other cousin came from rhode island so yeah. from Indiana. like they came from everywhere georgia and i was like i have to just like tell them all thank you but i don't know if i can get through this without fucking crying right and dad's like well i mean i can say something I'm like yeah it's not gonna mean as much as it come from you like i have to say something i'm always the speaker of the house he's like okay so we go up there <laughs> and I just told everybody, thank you for coming, and I really appreciated them all being there, and I started fucking crying, <laughs> and they're all fucking staring at me, and then finally my boss from, like, way in the back goes, we love you, guys. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. That made me feel better, and then I gave the mic to Dad, and then a couple people came up to me, and they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you didn't give the mic to Kim so she could say happy birthday to you. I'm like, Kimberly doesn't talk. <laughs> like, Kim is not the speaker. Like, she no. was like, I will go up there with you, but I'm not talking. Yeah. Um, that it was really cool, and then Jill from Cancer Camp came. Yeah, was cool with her husband, and she put on there on her name because everybody we had their names, and we wanted you to put on there how you knew us. So she put on there uh, Cancer Camp. Well, some people were walking around going, "Oh my God, there's even people here from <laughs> when they cancer. were in summer camp," and yes. I was like, "No, it's not summer camp. We met her at Cancer Camp." I said, her sister died, and Kelly and her have a really special bond, and they really like each other. And they're like, oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> went from, oh, look, there's some friends from when they so, were in so camp well. to, no, cancer camp or sister's dad. Uh, and then they were like, people would come, and they were like, oh, I met that girl, your friend Jill. She's really nice. I'm like, yeah, I don't really know her that well, because we literally just met each other in August. They're like, oh, just in August. I'm like, yeah, it's, she's amazing. And they're like, yeah, she's really great. Um, how do you guys know each other? I'm like, oh, we met at the Leslie's Week Cancer Camp thing. I'm like, her sister had cancer. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, she's fucking dead. Yes. And they're like, oh. I'm like, yeah, this shit Kim Scott's going to fucking kill her. But, like, when people were asking about, well, we're not vaccinated, I'm like, it's not going to matter at her funeral. You can come to that. Mm -hmm. But you're not coming to the party. Yeah. And people were very respectful. They were, like, texting and be like, hey, I'm really sorry we're choosing not to vaccine to vaccinate so we won't be at the party. I'm like, that's fine. Like, and I don't care. And there were so many people that were like, we are going to come to your party and we're going to vaccinate. And we're getting vaccinated. A lot of people got vaccinated for the party because they yeah. just... They didn't want to miss it. And and I don't have any hard feelings for anybody who didn't get vaccinated. No, I didn't either. And it was kind of glad because that shit was getting real fucking expensive. So mm. I at some point we had to cut it off. And I mean, it was better to be like, oh, you're not vaccinated. You can't come rather than, yeah. oh, we're flash out of fucking money. We're almost at six grand for this party. So, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, and it, it was, it was a awesome. It was awesome. We had a great time. But so Kimberly gets there and Steve gives her a hug and starts crying. And so my husband cries fucking constantly he's gotten better over the last couple of weeks mm -hmm. but for a while there it was probably two or three times a week he kept crying mm -hmm. and so the, his big thing is that like when you do pass I'm gonna be a fucking wreck and he's like and I don't know if I can hold you together I'm like I don't know if you're gonna be able to hold me together either and he's like so a lot of it's like I'm losing my really good friend but also like what if you change? I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to change. I'm probably going to be a straight up fucking bitch. bitch. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to tell you. Carrie's going to have to move to Richmond. 
Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know what to tell you because when I get anxious and I have anxiety, I become real mean. And I don't know how to get rid of that. And there ain't no coping in the fucking world that can help me through that shit. And Steve's like, well, a little bit of that is I'm I'm afraid of you because (laughs) you're going to be awful. I'm like, I am. And I probably will have to go and live in a house by myself for a little while. I don't know. I don't either. Because I'm going to be terrible. And I said, and that's just how it's going to be. And he's like, I know. And I think that's why I'm so scared. I'm like, so you ain't crying because you're sad. You're crying because you're scared? He's like, no, I'm crying because I'm sad. But I'm real fucking scared, too. <laughs> but he had to stop drinking because he kept crying all the damn time. Yeah. It was getting too much, man. It's just a lot. It is a lot. And then I go on these, you know, these trips and I get excited. But then I always freak out the day before I come home. Oh, my God. Or it's I always terrible. freak out the day I'm coming home. Because I know I'm coming back to reality and doctor's appointments. And, um, like, we thought you were going to get arrested in Jamaica. Yeah. So I just... I just freak out every time we're so then I have a lot of anxiety and when I have anxiety I have I do the same thing I get she angry screams and, and she I thumps scream her chest and I get angry I don't know where the thump in the chest thing comes from I don't know you beat on your chest like an angry gorilla when you get anxious now stop pulling your hair out I'm not I'm rubbing it um, um I, I just get upset and she slaps her stomach like a seal does when they see a friend you slap your your chest in this weird way with this, just your one hand because you don't have the boobs. You always slap the side without the boob like a seal who's seeing their friend for the first time. <laughs> and it's the weirdest thing ever. And then when you were in Jamaica, you kept screaming in Macaulay, our brother-in-law who's a cop, literally sat down there with her the whole time because me and Drew had to leave because she was screaming so loud. And I was like, what, Macaulay, what, what are you doing? He's like, I'm staying down here because her ass going to get arrested. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do if she does? He's like, I'll figure it out when it happens. But she's going to go to jail. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't fucking know. She can go to a Jamaican jail with COVID everywhere. She's going to hit up down. I'm going back to the room. And he sat out there with you for 15 minutes. And he said he went to his room. And he was like, the resort was a horseshoe shape. And in the middle of the horseshoe was a giant pool. And on the other side of the pools were the chairs with the fire pits. And that's where Kimberly was. McCully was all the way up on the fifth floor on the other side of the pools and he could hear you in his room with the door shut screaming. Yeah, because I was all by myself. Because all of us left her because she kept fucking screaming. Well. You screamed for two hours straight. Screamed. Yeah, because I didn't want to go home. Yeah, and so then Drew, finally after like 90 minutes of you screaming, I went into the room and I'm like, I, I looked at Drew and I'm like, I don't, Oh, and that's the first time I'd ever stayed in a hotel room with Drew before. That never happened. That was <laughs> fine. It was, it was you, me, and Drew. I'd never, in the 20-some years y'all been together, I've never slept in a hotel room with Drew. So that was weird. Navigated that for seven days. So. We went on touch of bed. Yeah. yeah he, <laughs> you had to go over the rules. I had to go over the rules of him. He was very respectful. He was. Yeah. And I, mean, I brought my, oh, that's the other rule. I always have a bathroom. Y'all can't touch it. Mr. Dudley peed on it. I brought <laughs> yeah, him yeah. all the way to Jamaica. That was great. So. I go to Drew, I go into the room, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck, she's been screaming for like 90 minutes. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to go back out there. So he goes back out there. And on the way out there, I'm following him. He stops at this other fire pit, and he apologizes to this entire group of people that were out there. They'd been out there the entire time Killer was screaming, which I don't know how the fuck they sat out there while you did that. And he's like, I'm really, really sorry. My wife is terminally ill, and we're leaving tomorrow, and she's got a lot of anxiety. And the guy looks at her and goes, 
that's okay. We're dealing with the same thing over here. Drew's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I just kept walking. I was like, well, I did not expect him to say that. I'm like, I ain't stopping at that fucking thing. I ain't going through. No, I don't care about you and your dead family. Yeah. I'm gonna go over here and deal with this one. So then we just sat down and then you finally stopped screaming. I think you probably just got tired. Like I a think. little baby that had cried I'd herself. Been, I had been drinking. I drank way too much. And Oh my God. The last day of the trip and... You were drinking Long Island iced teas like they were water. Well, yeah, and then I just knew I had to go home, and it was all going to start over again, and I was going to have to do chemo Yeah, you were like, again. I have to do chemo, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, it was horrible. You were screaming. And then, so I, and then I took this anxiety medicine that my doctor had just Oh, so the me. next day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because I was so anxious, I had taken Because she woke up, medicine. and she kept crying the day we were leaving Jamaica, which Kimberly does not cry this whole time. She has not cried. And when she does cry, she always cries quietly to herself. So we woke up the next morning and you were you had been crying and you looked at me and you're like, I just can't stop crying. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to pull the fuck together because we got a long day of travel mm -hmm. and you need to take your medication or something so that you can get through this. Well, she decides to try a new medication the doctor had given her for anxiety. So what did that do? It tried to kill her. Oh my like God. you had no energy mm -hmm. at all. So we get to the airport. It's a fucking clusterfuck leaving Jamaica because there's just people everywhere and it was awful. And like with COVID, it's just, I don't know why. It just seemed like a cluster. Oh, you had to like check this thing for your COVID yeah. thing. I don't know. So we get there and we're trying to check out and she, they want us to stay in this line. I'm like, she cannot stand in this line. And the guy's like, well, why can't she stay in the line? And I'm like, because she's sick with fucking cancer and she doesn't have the energy to stand in this line. And he goes, oh, does she need a wheelchair? And I'm like, I mean, that would be a good idea. <laughs> so she gets the fucking wheelchair and that then meant she had someone that would push her around the entire fucking airport the whole time. So that was fucking amazing. And thank God he was there because he never let her leave his side. And she, he literally pushed her around everywhere. And then Kimberly... We get through everything. She gets a flag on her <laughs> on her boarding pass that she has to have extra TSA check. Check, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm in a wheelchair, half has passed no out. no energy. And it's probably because I I look like something was wrong with me. Oh, yeah. She had no energy. She wasn't talking. I and kept she was slumped over in the wheelchair. It was terrible really so when she looked like that of course mom and dad are like at a 10 because they're like oh my god what's wrong i'm like she took a new pill it's not a good idea there's nothing we can do about it now i can't make her throw it up yeah i mean by that time it had been processing your body and you looked terrible yeah like i've never seen you look that bad and you looked really bad yeah so we finally get home at like what midnight or yeah. something and I can't even fucking sleep because I was like, oh, my God, this Jamaica trip has killed her. She's going to fucking die. <laughs> and then I get up the next morning because I got to go to work. And I text her. I'm like, how are you doing? She's like, feel great. Slept like a baby. Oh, my God. I feel so much better. I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to go do this. And I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Do you think you can help me with my laundry? I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, was that the same time? Yeah. You oh, flew wow. like. The day, the next day oh, to right. go to New Mexico. No, no, that was Denver. Oh, uh, well, you were that flying somewhere trip. soon, weren't you? No. Oh, no, I think you had like that week to chill. Because I had to have chemo and all that other stuff. That's right. That's yeah. right. You're like, I'm getting ready to go to chemo and all is going to be great. And I'm like, okay, well, she seems like she's doing a lot better. So I guess I'm fine. 
Yeah. But, it's just been crazy. But our next trip is Belize on uh, December 6th. Oh, so <laughs> another reason why Steve cried is because we were sitting there at dinner and he's like, where, this is a week before we go to Jamaica, I think. Mm-hmm. Steve's like, so where's my passport? I'm like, why do you need your passport? He's like, oh, for the Jamaica trip. I'm like, you're not going to Jamaica. He's like, why am I not going to Jamaica? I saw the charge for the Jamaica trip. And he said, I said, yeah, that's just for me. It's, a, it, it's an expensive trip. And he's like, oh, so I'm not going to Jamaica? And I'm like, no, I thought you knew this because you're taking care of the kids while I go. And he starts to cry in the fucking restaurant. I'm never going to get to go on a trip with her. And she's going to die. And I'm not going to have traveled with her. You get to go to all these places with her. And I just stay here with the kids. And I'm like, I do feel bad that you have to stay here with the kids. But <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to go because you don't like travel. And you definitely don't like international travel. Yeah. And he's like, I just, I'm like, you know what? You know what, Steve? Stop, stop. Because the waiter comes over. And I'm like, he needs beer, please. And so the guy goes and gets the beer. And I'm like, can you go to the bathroom? Because this restaurant is like literally five minutes from our house. And I know like half the people in this fucking place. And nobody needs to see us crying. Mm -hmm. You need to go to the bathroom. And he's like, okay, I'll be back. So he gets up. He goes, I call Kim. I'm like, dude, oh my God. Fucking Steve's losing his shit in the goddamn glory days right here. Right here, straight from the damn house. (laughs) And is there any way he can go with us to Belize? Because I think I can get him to stop crying if you can get him on a plane and go with us to Belize. Kim's like, I can make that work. We can figure this out. I'm like, okay, whatever you need to do, book the flight. He's going with us. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do with the kids yet. I don't have any idea what I'm gonna do with the kids, but I will figure it out. So he comes back, his beer's there. He's drinking. I'm like, what about if you go to Belize with us? He's like, I mean, I don't know. Like who's gonna watch the kids? I'm like, you went to the bathroom. Stop Mm -hmm. crying. Now you're still crying. Um, do you want to go to Belize? Because Kimberly can book your flight right now. He's like, I mean, I guess. Okay, I mean, yeah, I can go to I can go to Belize. All of a sudden, he's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so you're going to go to Belize. And you know where that is. It's in a different country. He's like, yeah, it'll be great. We're going to have a great time. I'm going to hang out with Kim. We're going to do some drinking. I'm like, okay. He's like, what are we going to do with the kids? I'm like, I'll, I'll figure it out. And he's like, okay, so I'm going to Belize. I'm like, yeah. He's like, when is it? I'm like, first week in January. Like, it's the second week in December. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's in a different country. Right. And he's it's not like, part yes, of Florida. Not part of Florida. He's like, I get it. And I'm like, okay. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, not only is it in a different country, it's an island off, off of a, a different country. country. And we have to take some rickety, rackety fucking airplane once we <laughs> land in the fucking country yes. to get to the island we're staying yes. on. But I haven't told him that because he's so fucking happy going. He don't even know to do it himself. He's like, man, this is going to be great. December's going to be great. I'm like, why is December going to be so great? He's like, we got the Belize trip now. And then we got Christmas. And then we're all going to St. Pete's together. And Kimberly going to St. Pete's. I'm like, she's going to be at St. Pete's. I'm like, and we're me and Kim are going to spend so much time together she's going to get sick of me I'm like yeah I think I'm going to fucking get sick of you if Kim will but yeah that's great that's awesome yeah so he's all excited about that yeah it's going to be fun so we leave not the week after Thanksgiving but the week after that that's our next trip yep and then Thanksgiving's right around the corner we're super excited about that we got a bunch of people people coming now 30 people yep it's going to be epic I just yeah it's in my garage again should have built a smaller garage yeah, for functions. If I would have made it smaller, we couldn't have functions there. All right. Well, let's wrap this episode up. Yeah. I mean, y'all can cut and paste and listen to it whenever you want. It's your leisure. True. Um, but we still are going to continue to do them every two weeks. At least every other week. Yeah, and it's going to come out on Wednesdays. 
Yeah, so sorry. And I know you all have wanted episodes, but this is what you're getting. Yeah, it's a long episode. Yeah. You and you're going to be in the car. You're going to be doing whatever for traveling for Turkey Day. And you can listen to you it. You can listen to half there and half on the way back. Yeah, whatever yeah. you want to do. All right, kiddos. You guys have a great holiday. So what lesson are we going to oh. wrap it up with a lesson? What's yours? Uh, I don't know. I just thought of it. Live every day the fullest. Oh, my God. Live every so... day like you're dying. Isn't that a song? Didn't Live like you were dying. Don't take shit for granted. <laughs> oh, my God, Kimberly. That's I know. I don't know. advice from someone who's fucking no, it's, dying. No, it's true. Live your life like you're a unicorn, man. Oh, my God, Kim. If you're... Oh, you're symbol when you die as a potato. We'll talk about that on another episode. Um, you can't talk about that. Has to be a code word for us. Oh, only. shit. Now we're going to change the password. No, we're not. We can't change the password. Stop talking. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. That'll be a future episode. It'll be a future episode. Okay, we'll so talk my about. life lesson. Let's talk about the password. Stupid okay, ass. Okay. So, my lesson is is that if things are supposed to be easy, they won't be hard. But I don't know what if the that's fuck really that true. <laughs> like, if things are supposed to happen, they just fall into place and it works out. There you go. That's yeah. way better. Not easier. Yeah, they just it just it just happens. Happens things and will happen. Things will happen, and there's some things you just can't control. Correct. And that's really hard for someone like me who likes to control everything. Yeah. I even like to control how my kids wear their hair. True. Everything and yeah. the fact that they love fucking shorts, and it's fucking November. That is not the point of what we're talking about. Oh, I'm just saying, if things are supposed to happen, yeah. they will happen. If it's meant to be, it'll be. It'll be, baby. Just okay. Let it be. All right, y'all have a great Thanksgiving. All right, love ya. <laughs>